0: Ah, here we go. Where the heck am I? It is an amazing journey that we've been on this last week to get here. But uh, we promised you we'd be at the beach. I'm going to get. I hope I can do more than just chill out for the entire two hours. Super Don will get on me if I if I just stay chill the entire time. But I got my California style glasses on. You can see here the blue blockers we get uh, from. Uh, well, we'll talk about where I got them. Uh, we've got a great show, including a simulcast with Alex Newman in hour two. With his show, Alex Newman, who we have on the show um, well after the Red Pill Expo. Phenomenal. But in the first hour, Dan Watkins and Michael Hamilton are going to join us. There's a big lawsuit over the use of remdesivir. That is, you know, the uh, the real way to say that is run. Death is near. And it's killed probably more people in hospitals than COVID. I don't, I don't say probably. I'm saying I'm certain of that. We got that going on. The question is, are we still locked down? Some have argued that we are. What's that all about? A new drug for um, type 1 diabetes or the onset of certain aspects of it. We'll talk about pandemic preparedness. Is that the new parasite? Another new drug, this time for ALS. And who knows what else we do. So if you stay tuned, I'm going to show you what's behind me. It's all bleached out because it's so bright outside. The beach is right behind me. Stand by for that and a whole lot more. You're listening to and watching the Robert Scott Bell Show, Robertscapbell.com listen. Tell your friends, come on down. The chat room is open. We'll see you there after this.
1: The Robert, Scott, the Bell Robert
0: Scott Bell Show. All right. Before we get into the meat of the show, uh, you, you look at me and it's like, I remember that scene. Super Don, you remember the scene was, uh, uh, gosh, it was Morgan Freeman played God. What was that movie? You all thinking movie terms. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, Anybody remember that? And then Jim <sighs> Carrey was in it. Yeah. Evan Almighty. Evan Almighty, was it? Yes, I think it was. Or was the first one wasn't Evan Almighty. It was wasn't Bruce it? Almighty. Or Bruce Almighty. Sorry. Didn't they go that into a distinct? room where it was just right. lit up and all white like oh, this. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm backlit because I don't have the highest end camera. We got a good one, but I just want to show you where I am. Look what's on ah, me. Look
2: at me. that. Dude, you that needs that? some surfing music. Hold on.
0: You got something? Oh, yeah. Here we go. There are surfers out there. I don't think I can see them with this, but I took a walk with my daughter on the Dude, beach That yesterday. is so cool. It has been gorgeous. so long since I've been to a California beach. Well, Super Don, I anticipate that you will be one day producing the show at least a couple of days worth here from this gorgeous beach house overlooking That would be, that would be cool. Wouldn't that be awesome? It would be. and You have the invitation. Our dear friend, Allison, super, super family. Amazing what they do to support health, freedom, and healing liberty. Invited us down so we could be here. uh, And just spectacular while it's snowing and cold and (laughs) up in the mountains. And I don't mind taking the time to be here with y'all from this place. The only question is, can I take the intensity that I normally carry into this show and find it while I'm so chilled out? I mean, the moment I hit this home... And you heard, if you watch Sunday show, for those of you who are patron supporters, or if you listen, you can say, man, he sounded pretty mellow. It's like, you can't help it when you're chilling out at the beach and hearing the waves crash behind you. Oh, it's so nice. And I feel better about all those years I used to, you know, make fun of you, Super D, taking pictures at Thanksgiving and Christmas from the beach in Florida. <laughs> appreciate it so much yes. more when you're not there often, you know. I used to curse at you under my breath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's my God! Like, what gosh. are you doing at the beach on Christmas? Well, well, we'll fair. be back home before then, uh, but you know we've had uh, some good meetings for my daughter's uh, future potential. There's some op- opportunities she has. She's such an artist and a designer. In fact, um, do we have that image that she that she drew? I can show that on screen. This is from the inside view without being bleached out behind me. Thank you, honey. So this, I asked her to draw this for our friends. Check this out.
2: Wow, look That's at that. That's
0: what she did this morning. Amazing. And that's like what you're seeing behind me is this, but that's what you'd really see without the, the camera playing tricks on you with the sun behind us. She's so talented. She's amazing. I didn't, like I said, I know she could do this, but I, she like does, does a lot more of the anime style and also nature scenes. But as you mm-hmm. can see, the uh, you know she's doing architectural stuff and a couch. It looks like the real couch. It's Look like at crazy. that. Yeah. Anyway, so good job. Really cool. It's okay. You have uh, your own ability to color it however you want. That's the artist's, not dilemma, but the artist's delight. So thanks for showing that, honey. So anyway, she's having a great time here, just chilling. She said, Dad, is is it possible that I won't have to do a lot of stuff when we go down there? She didn't believe me. I was like, yeah, once we get there, you can just chill out, relax. You can sleep in. She's like, I don't believe you. But now she's doing it. She's she's living that, that Christmas break for her in her senior year, which is really cool. So uh, you had a birthday, Super Don, over the weekend. Happy birthday, Grandpa uh what well,
2: 82 83 how old are you now 80s yeah yeah no I'm, I, I'm not double nickels like you yet i'm no, close i'm though. past double nickels I, I got one one to go i gotta show you you know it's i've got a running thing going on with my birthdays and stuff like that and what you, my what wife got treat? me
0: Ooh, look at that boston
2: the original this is the 1976 Final? pressing of the yeah. uh the first boston album dude is it signed by anybody it is not signed it is not signed because he's the guy, the main guy, Tom Schultz, he's, is not. Yeah, there. he's he's not no longer with us. But yeah. anyway, I get to add this to my collection. That's pretty. Do you cool. have
0: that vinyl working yet?
2: I mean, you have the record. Not player. yet. I got a guy. I know a guy that can fix those, so I'm hoping yeah. he can fix the 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 old one that I got. I got and a then, guy. I and know then a my guy. my That's my, my mother in law got me this? some organic gardening books.
0: Dude, I'm impressed with her. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. She knows you're now a raised uh, bed gardener.
2: Yeah. So I got a couple of a couple Sweet. of books here that I can read during, during oh. the uh, winter season here in preparation for the next planting. Oh, very cool. Oh, so, yeah, had a good time. Went and saw Avatar, the movie. Oh, okay. And, Is it
0: worth uh, you you get one thumb up, two and a half thumbs up, one I don't know, what do you got? Well, there's only two, right? Unless Well, unless you're from Avatar Land, you could have three. I guess,
2: right? So Maybe. I'd give it like one and three quarter thumbs.
0: Okay, so good, yeah. good. I, I haven't yeah. been to the It was movie, definitely so. worth wow.
2: it was definitely worth going and seeing. It was we'll take a look. I mean, um, it was just, you know, as you would expect.
0: Did I send you a picture? I had a, a, a Michael Bolden, Sarah Beth came visited last night while yeah.
2: we are here. So I, I don't have it downloaded, but you did send it.
0: We we just, just such a special time. We made the organic from Italy uh, Trader Joe pizzas and we, we, we doctor them up further and just had a blast uh, doing that hanging out as well. And uh, you remember, of course, my dear friend, Ann Archer Butcher from inner guidance. Oh, there's the Michael Bolden, me, my wife, is Sarah there. Beth last night. Yep. How great is that? That's totally Michael Bolden having a great time. 10th amendment center now near Irvine, California, you guys, and they are the little 10th amendment center that could, you know, they've such an outsized impact on our country. When you think about 10th amendment and nullification, of course, the nullification movement in a modern sense started in California over the issue of weed or cannabis, which if we, if we play the Hegelian dialectic, we look and we go, Oh, well, the people on the right didn't like that. Right. But the 10th amendment is not about right and left it's about right and wrong it's about constitutional and unconstitutional and if the federal government makes a mandate or a prohibition that doesn't fall within their purview or their uh you know let's say enumerated powers the states and the people have an obligation to step in and go uh-uh nullification we're nullifying that now in terms of something that is more has more affinity from the right side of the political spectrum which as you can see my my shirt here we the people uh the right to keep and bear on is the second amendment we're finding number of states going to tell the feds that Your prohibitions or restrictions on firearms are unconstitutional, too. We in the states are going to make that. So you see how nullification works. It's not right or left. It's about what has the federal government the authority to do or not do. And when they exceed it, don't wait for an act of Congress because they often screw it up. Don't wait for a Supreme Court decision because they often screw it up. The states and the people have an obligation to go no more. Sorry, that's where it ends. We are not cooperating with you. You are nullified and or you can't commandeer us when we talk about the anti-commandeering doctrine that you you know, you know, say we have to participate in your madness. No, we're not going to uh, provide any money or support material or otherwise for your unconstitutional mandates and prohibitions. And speaking of those things, again, we're going to talk uh, uh, remdesivir. It's a big lawsuit on the remdesivir uh, disaster with Dan Watkins and Michael Hamilton shortly. But the question of the lockdown is, is it over? Did the lockdown ever end? And if you ask that question, you know, you could say physically, well, you know, I'm in California this week and I haven't seen any restrictions, although I still have seen signs in restaurants uh, that say, you know, you must mask and separate. Now, nobody's wearing masks or separating, but the signs are still there. But that was true of a lot of places. And it's funny, I went to uh, Kai's is that still Solana Beach, Kai's, K-I apostrophe S, Kai's? And I had no idea that was in Solana Beach because when I came to Southern California in years past to visit my friend, John Rappaport, who, if you're not getting his sub stack, he's amazing, No more News.com. John and I would you know meet. He, it was one of his favorite places to go in an all organic lunch, breakfast, dinner, coffee, whatever you wanted, right on the beach, smoothies, juices. And my wife and I went there yesterday for brunch and I, I just messaged. Uh, John said, thinking of you, buddy, and he wrote back. But it was a, a nice memory to be be here. But at the point of, yes, there's a lot of crazy leftist collectivists here in California, although you'll find them almost everywhere in America. In fact, people uh, have adopted collectivism in medicine who would never consider themselves communist, yet what they do in medicine is very much communism in America. And what do I mean by that? It it means one size fits all, right? What COVID jab, everybody should get it. It's safe and effective, safe and effective, safe and effective. Of course, that's a mantra to put your mind to sleep. And that raises the specter of the lockdown. It's a mental lockdown at this point. Even if you can move about the American cabin pretty freely without being forced to wear a mask or forced to be jabbed, although there are some areas that still struggle with the jab mandates like certain schools, colleges, universities, certain businesses, certain governmental institutions, military, there's stuff happening there still, challenging back. But in terms of our mental capacity to move beyond it, the lockdown is the free flow of information or the lack thereof. There's an article here from our friends at the Brownstone Institute, Jeffrey A. Tucker. And it's funny, we had somebody write in about Jeffrey Tucker, you know, cause he used to be, who was he with before? Was he with Mises? organ at Mises.org, Ludwig von Mises, uh, and somebody has said, I work with him. He's not who you think he is. I'm like, dude, read what he's writing. Get over whatever you, you know, don't like about the guy. I think Jeffrey Tug- we've had him on the show. He's an, he's an excellent, excellent thinker. Logic he uses, critical thinking he uses. And there's a piece called We Are Still Locked Down. And it goes more into this concept of the lockdown right now is about the information, the flow of information. Now in a communist country, there's no delusion. There's no illusion about the free flow of information. They know it's controlled. Everything's controlled. Everything's propaganda. For those in America that are not yet under the impression correctly that pretty much everything you hear from the mainstream media is propaganda, with very rare exception, you're still asleep. But if you're here listening to or watching the Robert Scott Bell show, you're not part of that crowd. You, you've gone beyond that. You're like, dude, anybody that's censored, I want to hear from, which is right, rightful. You know, at this point, we grew tremendously after we were banned on YouTube and Spotify. Spotify, like the number one podcast site, that's the only one I think that we're banned on at this moment. As far as podcasts, we even got picked up by Amazon podcast, which is a shock. So it means that I don't say we're winning or I'm winning, but we are in a sense, the free flow of information is winning. People are going where their information is not censored or that they have the capacity to determine whether the information they're getting is legit or not, not because the government says it, or some bureaucrat or some medical doctor says it, but because they've assessed it. And you're beginning to share that with each other. And many of you have for a while, and that's one of the biggest gifts you can give to me, to all of us in the new media, is to share the link. Still, the suppression, the shadow banning is real. Although Twitter is seemingly coming out of that fog with the with the with the strange muskiness that's going on, who knows what he's really all about? But I appreciate the fact that uh, he's calling to the carpet some of those folks that have been all pro censorship. And it, and the irony of that story recently is of the, the the journalist that he suspended or banned from Twitter for a short period of time, anyway, because they doxed his family in real time. The outrage was immediate and unbelievable as far as how dare he censor these journalists? And I asked the same question now of those people that feigned outrage over being these journalists being banned. Where were you when we were banned or when many of the journalists and doctors that spoke against the COVID narrative coming from the World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, and the CDC, and the FDA, and NIAID, and NIH, and Fauci. Where were you when we were all being banned? Not a peep. So you don't have any credibility when it comes to freedom of speech or claims that Musk is anti-free speech. In fact, he put it up to a a funny enough Democratic vote on Twitter. Hey, do you think I should reinstate, reinstate, reinstate these folks, these journalists? And the overwhelming majority apparently said yes. So he did. Like for those of you leftists that like democracy, I'm not a fan of democracy. Pure democracy is quite evil because it violates the rights of the ultimate minority, which is the individual. How does it do that? You've heard the the proverbial two sheeps and a wolf. Nope, it's not right. The sheeps are eaten. So there's only one sheep left. Now you got one sheep and two wolves voting on what's for dinner. And you can pretty much count on which way the vote's going. And when I say it in holistic medicine circles, I describe it this way two allopathic medical doctor, oncologist, and a homeopath like me voting on what to do for cancer. In democracy, you don't get a say. The individual is lost in democracy because it's ultimately a, a tyranny of the majority. A Republican form of government of which our founders set up for us was designed to what? Limit the tyranny of the majority and protect the ultimate minority, which is the individual. Not because you're a member of any group or not member of any group but because of your rights that come from your very creation. Remember on the Robert Bell Show, we acknowledge, I acknowledge this. I say it so much, you're probably sick of hearing it. Maybe not because you don't hear it many other places. Your rights come from God, not government. So if you're locked down, it's a lockdown of the mind. That's where it starts. Open up, begin to explore other options, other possibilities. See through the lies, deceptions, and the death-inducing machinery of the government media medical complex before it's too late. We've lost too many friends in the last two and a half years, not to COVID, but to censorship that led to choices that they didn't know well, would lead to their demise, going into a hospital, getting remdesivir. Speaking of that, we've got two attorneys now, I believe that's correct, Dan Watkins and Michael Hamilton. We have a website, I want you to review at Robertscottbell.com called declaretruth.us We also have an immediate press release from this landmark lawsuit over remdesivir death that, yes, Attorney Dane Watkins and Michael Hamilton are pushing forward. We're going to hear a lot about that and what's going on. And even prior to this, I've said, if you've been paying attention, modern medicine is the second, third, or first leading cause of death, depending on how you run the numbers. It's not good any way you look at it, but it's become more obvious under COVID, under run, death is near, a.k.a. remdesivir. Dan, Michael, welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Thanks for being here.
3: Uh, hey, thank Robert. you so much for having us. We uh, yeah, right. really appreciate the opportunity to spread the word. Yeah, well, you guys
0: are doing good work in, in the legal profession. Obviously, you, we can make plenty of lawyer jokes. Nobody wants to be the subject of a suit, but there's you know a reason and a place for these things, especially when you're trying to correct uh, horrible things, whether they're considered mistakes or intentional. Uh, to make things right. And it sounds like you guys are on the Remdesir front. Remdesire front. Uh, who wants to set the stage for this lawsuit?
3: I can, I can give a little that. background. Oh, go ahead, Michael. Yeah. All right. So I, I can tell you that uh, a couple of years ago, and I I appreciate so much the, the, the stuff you've been saying, you, you're hitting the nail on the head over and over. And it's, You know, a few years ago, I saw the masks, you know, I was a little nervous about COVID when all the news hit, but only for a week or two. And then I saw that it was all about, I have a philosophy degree with a Marxist emphasis. And I saw it was about power and control. It was about a collectivist tyranny. And I gave up my private practice and I just began to fight tyranny. And i I so I've been involved in some lawsuits from the beginning over vaccine mandates. I, I sued my governor and my health, uh, the, the guy who's in charge of, uh, of our uh, health department, because you don't have an emergency that lasts forever. You know, you, an emergency is a, is a hurricane or a tornado. It's not an ongoing thing. And so, uh, so I sued our state and said, enough already. You're, you're choking us to death. Um, and then... Um, uh, vaccine mandates came up, and I sued on behalf of uh, some folks from all around the country in the Northern District of Alabama. I sued with uh, some other attorneys, and we we took on vaccine mandates, and that's an ongoing battle. But then Remdesivir hit, and my God, I've seen in now, and Dan can talk about this too. But in so many states, like people are being murdered with a with a protocol. It's not just remdesivir, but remdesivir uh, was tested against Ebola and it had a 53% mortality rate. Now, COVID-19 has a 99.97% survival rate. If you get COVID, you're way better off than if you get the flu. And we know that now. But but uh, across the country, remdesivir is being given to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so what happens is people go into the hospital for anything from a sprained ankle to hiccups. They're told they have they told they have the COVID pneumonia. Their family is separated away from them, and they are put into isolation. Then the, a BiPAP machine is put on their face, and the oxygen is cranked up. Now a hospital protocol should be to take people off of oxygen, but instead it's cranked up, and when they try to remove it from their face, um, their hands are zip pad to the hospital rails. They're told, well, you're agitated. So we're going to have to put you on morphine. We're going to have to put you, they give them a handful uh, of different sedatives so that it's hard for them to breathe. The remdesivir is shutting down their kidneys. They begin to fill up with liquid in their lungs. And then they're told, well, we can't give you food or water because that would just you know, over Michael, what you're system. describing
0: is sort of like a science fiction movie of torture to death. Yes. And this is the, re- the reality of what we've witnessed over the past few years here under the COVID mandates, the COVID protocols, et cetera. And we've covered many stories of needless death and suffering yeah. and uh, dying alone because of these things. And you mentioned the term emergency, you know, versus like a hurricane or tornado that comes and it goes. And Mm -hmm. we are living and have been living in a perpetual state of emergency for years. And this goes longer than than even COVID. But the excuse now perpetually is the next virus, the next virus, the next virus. They intend to keep us in a permanent state of emergency so that they can bypass any limitations that the Constitution places on our government. And if that hasn't become clear yet to all of you, recognizing whether you're a Democrat, Republican, independent, libertarian, it's all of them against us. Uh, those of us who believe in freedom and limited government, you know written into a specific way that you, know, if, you if you need to do something, it's got to be authorized and enumerated, but an emergency somehow provides an escape clause, which doesn't even exist in the Constitution, legally, lawfully, to yeah. just suspend any limitations on what the government can do. And so they can kill wantonly uh, without recourse, without uh, any liability. How does the government grant no liability. That's something that kings and queens and emperors of old would do. Our, our founders said that's not the kind of government we were supposed to have. Daniel, has this been a part of your awareness and consciousness or only up until that we started seeing this COVID emergency happen?
1: Yeah, it's a, an interesting question. I've been in medical malpractice defense work for 30 years and I've been, so I've been associated with the medical industry and the, and the health industry for, during that time. And when I first heard about these cases, I really had a skeptical eye I thought it was a little bit of uh, hyperbole and maybe a dramatic response from an emotional family here or there Uh, got involved with these families in Fresno there's 14 of them and one story led to five stories led to 10 and 14 and there's other families in Fresno that still need help and I could not believe what I was hearing Uh, I mean I'm a very conservative guy and I've grown up uh, trusting that the constitution would always be there to protect us. You know, that even the most liberal folks would understand the constitution has to reign supreme. And as we saw leading into this, uh, the just the dismantling of those rights, uh, I still felt like the medical industry would be a place that was safe. And when I started hearing about these stories, uh, I was just in shock to be honest with you. And now uh, we filed the lawsuits. We've had well over a thousand different complaints or notices from folks in all 50 States in the United States telling the exact same story. And it's, it's eerily similar. It's so similar. It definitely appears to be intentional. There's some, there's some force pushing this protocol across the United States and it's mind blowing to me. And that's why we had to get involved. You know, I, started about a year ago fighting the mandates in california helping people who lost their jobs because they stated a religious objection to the mandates and they were fired for it we're helping thousands of people across the state in that fight i thought that was bad then i saw this intentional act that it's designed to take the life of these individuals it's it's mind-blowing um but uh, and and here we are and we're in this place and, and it's uh, I never thought I would be there in America. I never did. But it is it's uh, it's worth the fight now because we are uh, we're aware the families are aware. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that through this, your show, amazing show. Thanks for having us. Uh, these lawsuits and being able to speak truth to it all uh, will put, make other people aware and help bring an end to it. Um, just a quick story. I'm just I know we're having some impact. I have a friend who was very much in favor of the vaccine, has been boosted a couple times, got COVID recently, sicker than a dog, really got hit hard. One of her friends recommended going to the hospital to take remdesivir and get help, and they knew about our lawsuits, and they shut that down immediately. So there's no way I'm going to the hospital. I'm not going to get remdesivir. So we're having an impact in some respects, and I just hope it grows and grows and grows and
0: we can push back because yeah. that's what's needed. Well, God bless you guys for doing that because – you know, the, the mainstream media is not our friend, as you know. The yeah. legacy media is not in any way actually reporting honestly on this outside of a couple of rare exceptions here and there. So what we are part of is the old slash new media. I've been doing this show. I'm almost about to launch my 24th year in broadcast media. We don't have phar- pharmaceutical money advertising behind us. We don't have the mouthpiece and, the, the, you know, all the things they have. But uh, the tenacity to speak the truth, mm-hmm. the willingness to be ostracized, because it isn't about us or our ego or our need to fit in. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if we needed to fit in, we wouldn't be doing this. You wouldn't be doing what you're doing because you're probably meeting a little bit of opposition from folks in even your industry, mm-hmm. uh, even though, of course, uh, you know, being in a legal profession can be a contentious thing just by definition. But this takes it on or takes on certain what we, what we call institutions. Um, we often call certain things third rail of politics kind of thing, You know, mm-hmm. things that you just don't touch. And medicine has long enjoyed this special place of we are here for your good. Don't question us. And, in fact, we'll tell you what's real and what's not real. We'll tell you who are quacks and who are real doctors. Yet the real doctors who spoke out during the last two and a half or so years against Remdesivir and mentioned things like hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and uh, dietary mineral supplements and other natural remedies, those doctors, even though they're full-on MDs, board certified at the highest levels like Peter McCullough and et cetera have been attacked by their own profession, the media and government complex to the point where it's absurd, so absurd that I think more people than ever are waking up and going, hey, there's something wrong here. I thought it was just a conspiracy theory, but what I'm seeing is quite factual in terms of they are conspiring against all of us. And it's yeah. a very uncomfortable place to be where you become disillusioned to the things that you thought were real and legitimate or institutions that you kind of revered, NIH. And Now we come to find there a cesspool of criminals. And, and, you know, so what do we do? Nothing. Or do you guys do what you do and say, you know what, we're going to take on the bad guys. And through the legal profession, that's what you've been trained to do. And you're in the midst of it now. And yet, yeah, people are waking up, hopefully, before it's too late.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we have to step in. I mean, Dan and I have both, we've talked about this many times, but we never even looked at this and said, should we do this? We said, how can we not? How can we not? We have to step into this fight. Um, it's, I have a good friend who says, like, you know, we can quote the founding fathers all we want, but the time has come to stop quoting the founding fathers and become the founding fathers for our grandchildren. Yeah, we're
1: fighting a strange battle here Here, um, in California, for example, they just passed a law that allows the reporting of physicians who give information contrary to that put out by the Board of Medical Quality Assurance in favor of remdesivir and other treatments like that to actually be uh, investigated for disinformation and to have their licenses taken away. So the establishment that's supposed to protect the public is actually enforcing laws now that hide information from the public they force the doctors to sell one line one avenue of approach it is so contrary to what medicine is supposed to be it's so contrary to independent thought that you want your physicians to have to treat each patient the way the patient should be treated not according to some rote script written by gilead or the nih or some other governmental entity and it's overwhelming to me I, i well california i mean obviously this is communist republic of the united states but it is lived out on their sleeves they do not hold it they don't hide it they push it out and they let the world know and people are eating it up and that's why we got to be loud and vocal and shows like yours thanks again i mean i just can't even tell you what you're saying is so dead on and it's frightening that it's dead on it takes activism and people have got to speak out and rise up and if all of us do it all of us speak out against it and we join forces and we bring God into the fold, which is definitely necessary. We can win this battle and push back and you know, reclaim some of these liberties that are lost.
0: Yeah. I, I don't want to see any more people dead on arrival into these hospitals. Right, it's crazy. We talk about being dead on. And um, the protocols kill. They We've do. We've had many people on talking about it doctors, scientists, lawyers such as yourself dealing with this, lay people, different holistic practitioners. It's uh, an area where we could all come together in a line. And there's still a struggle because those that understand how to, let's say, divide us through manipulating human emotion, politically or otherwise, have kind of kept us fighting one another as Americans. right? Rather than recognizing, again, as I say, there's a small group or cabal working intentionally to do harm to all of us. There are many others that are just yes people. Ah, uh, they are not part of the cabal, per se, but they are just following orders despite the history of the twentieth century and what and what we got from it, the Nuremberg Code, and how many people that even on the, the the street level at a restaurant when you you know they said, you can't come in here without a vaccine proof or a mask on, and you'd push them back, push them back, push them back, and then they'd say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm just following orders. Yeah. as if they they know nothing of history. And then you push back on that. And then you're the
3: crazy one for saying that this could lead to fill in the blanks. I got to just follow up with what Dan said and say that, like, there's two ways that we can have wins, at least two ways. One of those is to deprive them of money. Of course, if we can get into their pocketbook, uh, and we can scare other hospitals that that matters. But the other way and the more important way is to deprive them of victims and all of our clients have said like we're not we're not in it for the money but we need to spread the word we want the death of our loved ones to have meaning and we want to save people and so it's it's programs like yours you're allowing us to get the word out and people need to hear because uh, so many people there's a, there's a cognitive dissonance they go into the hospital they think they're going to get help instead they're getting tortured to death
0: mm-hmm.
3: and and they can't know that unless we can spread the word so to deprive
0: the hospitals of victims is How a cruel powerful is that. in this fight, Michael? That's beautiful and brilliant. Everybody, remember that depriving them of their victims. Now, it's it's not like we can stop people who insist still to go into those environments, but the more we can communicate this, just like in Dan had mentioned, somebody who had heard about this and said, "Ah, oh, I'm mm-hmm. not going in there." That's one less that that they can kill. That's right, and. The entire economic system, that's another aspect of modern medicine, it's, it's devolved into a monopoly. And in a monopoly, there's never innovation. There's never price reductions, at least artificial ones, but they're not real. Mm-hmm. And what happens is you get less care and less health. And so what I have argued for for many years is freedom in health care. But that means opening up the healthcare system to all who would dare enter it and say hey i've got an option i've got a solution i've got you know some innovation here and it might be thousands of years old and unapproved by the fear and death administration but until the american people start embracing freedom again instead of fearing it then we're going to continually be thrown into these disastrous hospital c- scenarios uh and whether they be outpatient inpatient because they're all operating under a monopoly system of no innovation, and so that even doctors who want to innovate, like the McCulloughs, of Peter McCulloughs of the world, I can bring that example up, he's in that system, but he's not of it anymore. He's seen through it, he speaks out against it, and yet he's still considered a pariah by much of that establishment. But the expansion beyond those experts within the monopoly has to become to embrace those of us, not because we're so nice and sweet-smelling, but because we ha- we're actually right about a lot of these things and were derided and, and you know, basically thrown out before we even got in. We're never invited to the table. And this is not me complaining. I recognize that I would not want to be at that table because it's so toxic and dangerous. You just be around those people, you end up corrupted. So creating systems anew or parallel systems it's another thing that I'm seeing thematically and actually and practically around this country. People saying, you know what? I can't go in there and reform that system. That's like tilting at windmills. I'm not going to be Don Quixote. Mm -hmm. I'm going to set up a system that actually works. I know works because it's been working. And we're just going to discard the old one, let them collapse of their own weight. And I think the efficiency of doing it more in a way that actually succeeds as opposed to beating your head against the same wall thinking you can change those people inside it, uh, there's a maturity that has to come through a lot of suffering. And I think we're going through that right now.
3: I think your listeners have to, like, uh, your reference to Peter McCullough is, is, Perfect. I mean, Peter has been such a such an amazing friend to those who care about health care, freedom to those who are standing against medical tyranny. He's been an expert for us. He stood with us at press conferences. Um, And and of course, as they say, no good deed goes unpunished. And, And and he's been crucified by the establishment, which should be all the evidence anybody needs to know that there's something going on there that we should celebrate.
1: Yeah, and I think there's some there's some encouragement in what you were talking about in terms of parallel systems. You know, Robert, um, Peter, and and, and uh, Pierre Corey and and Merrick. You know, those guys are just complete mavericks in so many ways, and they're trailblazers in so many ways. And it it's great. And what we're hearing about too across the country, and I'm, and, and you've probably done shows on this, I'm sure, about all the systems that are coming together. Is there are guys who are seeing? Okay, I have been kind of kept in the dark and I have been told what to do all these years. You go to medical school, you're told how to go to medical school. You got to do this. You got to do that. Cause if you don't, you're going to get kicked out. You're not going to get through. So you learn to do certain pharmaceuticals. You learn to treat certain ways and that's what you do. And you get out of law or medical school and you go and practice medicine in a hospital that does it a certain way. And you got law school, you got medical school bills to pay and, uh, and you got life to live. And so you do that. And then you realize, you know, some of these people are realizing now in the midst of this, especially where they're seeing, yeah. you know, for me, when COVID hit and people who treatment, I immediate response. Was, I'm not even a, that smart of a guy. Every tool in the shed needs to be on the table to try and attack this thing. And when I started hearing it, they wanted to just use one tool. Even I knew that was wrong. If you've got something that's crazy like this, I mean, we're bringing it all out on the table and everybody go at this and let's put it on minds together. Instead. They're like one track. It's the only thing that's like, that to me was, wow, something's wrong. And then you hear about McCulloch being attacked, Merrick being attacked, Merrick losing his job or quitting to get out of that nightmare. Incredible. And, uh, But now there are people that are seeing it and it's great. I just love that part of America and American people who understand what it means to be free and independent of government tyranny, fighting back, putting these systems together. And now it's the American people have to have faith in these, these people that are so courageous to start these systems, join in, go there, trust that because it's a lot more trustworthy than the establishment for sure. And that's the part that's encouraging to me is people. I think there's still a lot of people that are lockstep and they're in, they're going to do whatever the government tells them. But more and more people are realizing, hey, this is maybe not the safest thing to do, to follow these leaders who are doing things that are not logical and certainly don't appear to be in my best interest. And so choosing those alternate paths, following those people who are trying to actually take care of them, is. we're going to see more of it. I'm confident in that. and And I'm confident that American people will rise up against this and push back. I'm just hoping it happens as fast as possible so that we can get away from
0: yeah. it. you guys aren't waiting for others to do it. You're doing it in your own yeah. way, uh, yeah. which is the point here. And each of us have to decide what is the way we do it? What, how do I do it? And mm-hmm. it's gonna be different. All of us are unique individuals and that's a good thing, not exactly. a bad thing. Right. We all have strengths and skills and talents and others weaknesses where others are strong in. And we have a, you know, an ability to work together in that regard. So tell me a little bit as we wrap up here in the next few minutes, about the status of the lawsuit has there been any um discovery any new uh revelations through the suit where does it stand as far as the next phase do you need support from folks out in the world how can they help that kind of thing
1: i'll give you a quick update on the cases and michael can talk to you about support the uh right now we've mended the complaint we added some plaintiffs in there to broaden the scope of those that can be seek recovery uh, we tightened up the causes of action to address some particular issues associated with the PrEP Act. You were talking earlier about immunities that are available to the healthcare institutions. So we tightened that language up and added some, some allegations that are true that help, will help us fight against those those immunities. And uh, That's been filed. We'll, we're waiting for their response to the complaint. Once that gets going, we have discovery ready to go and we're going to hit them right away First thing we need to know is where's the written protocol that they followed on each of these cases, because we know it's there, has to be in some form, you know, and we want to get to that. And then hopefully from there, we can exploit the decision-making process and how these doctors were left to go with one and only one protocol. We hope to put the doctors into conflict with the hospitals because somebody's going to have to stand up to this. And and so we're excited about the discovery phase. uh, And we imagine a massive fight, but we're a couple months away from being in it. And uh, and we hope to get to some serious answers that we can then use as we go across the country, because I'm pretty certain that what's being used in Fresno is the same thing that's being used in L.A., Kentucky, Mississippi, Arkansas, Florida, Arizona, Nevada, Texas, you name it. It's the same one. So we're excited to get to that and start using it in other cases that we will be filing across the country here in the next month or so.
0: Great. So, Michael, how can folks support the efforts that you guys are doing and help others to be one less victim?
3: So there are three ways that people can support us. And I'm going to go with the most important way first. Pray for us and pray for our clients and pray for these cases because we are facing a spiritual battle. That's what Dan and I are convinced. And we are fighting this battle on earth. We have work to do. This battle was won at the foot of the cross. But prayer is the most important weapon that we have. So please pray for us in addition um financial support of course uh, it, it, and dan and i don't ask for ourselves um if we win we may get paid something but in the meantime that these these are expensive cases we need expert there's there are a lot of expenses and so um go on to declare and whether you give us 500 dollars or five dollars the important thing is that we need an army of supporters so Uh, financial support helps it comes behind prayer support and then finally share share the story Uh, let's let the world know what's going on because we can't raise an army without awareness so those are the three things that i would that i would ask for uh, from your listeners and i thank you so much for letting us have this opportunity to share what's happening Mm. michael dan
0: appreciate you guys both so much and uh, you're led by the spirit, I can tell that. In, in addition to your practical knowledge within the legal profession to make use of that channel uh, while we have that channel to use, as well as, uh, you know, I, I, I feel the sense of urgency and I feel what's driving you guys. And we have that website, Declare Truth, is it .org? Is that what I'm seeing?
3: .org, yes. That .us, I'm sorry. Right, yeah. Declare Truth. that
0: us. And it's linked up in the show notes today at robertscoutbell.com so you can check it out. Superdon's just showing it on the screen right now. And as well as a, uh, we have a link to the actual lawsuit for those of you who would like to read it, maybe help out with it in some way. Maybe you have that kind of background and knowledge. But there are a lot of people that have died. Um, and, you know, we could stop those that have yet to die from needlessly dying due to these protocols and more that they'd like to bring out if you let them do it. Um, this is not a show that would let them if we had the option. But I know there's freedom and free choice and agency and all of that. But part of the choices that have been made by many of these people that ended up dead were made in the absence of the full information, the absence of fully informed consent in violation of the Nuremberg Code once again.
3: And, yeah. Uh, we, we if I could just that. briefly say this. Mm-hmm. On the on the DeclaredTruth.us website, we have opportunities for people to tell their stories. Tell them to us. We'll reach out to you. But also for attorneys around the country, we're looking for attorneys who have the courage of their convictions, who love the Lord, who are willing to step into this battle and stand in the gap against this evil. If you're one of those and you're listening now, please get on our website. There's a drop down tab. You can uh, put your information in. And Dan and I would love to talk to you. We want to see folks around the country get help. We're going to help the attorneys who are willing to help. So uh, please, not, don't just look at the website as an opportunity to understand about um, you know, h- how to financially assist or share. But also, attorneys out there, if if you have a heart for this, please contact us.
0: Thank you guys so much, and uh, great to connect with you. If there are any updates in the in the coming you know weeks to months, I'm sure there will be. Um, Just let me or Super Don know so we can get those updates out to the world. We get you guys back on.
3: Thank you guys. God bless you. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you very much, Dan. Thanks so much for being here on the Roberts Gap Bell Show. Appreciate you. Uh, Again, these are, you know, I, I think the word hero is often overused, and I don't think they would perceive themselves to be. But when you stand in that gap, when you say, you know what, enough of this death. It's not. You don't. We don't need to have this happen anymore. Yeah, we could watch others say, well, somebody else will stand in that gap, you know, whether it be in a professional realm, like the legal profession, or whether it be in the political profession, whether it be just in a, uh, you know, the town square speaking out, so-called social media town square, where many of these messages have been drowned out, suppressed, censored. Even as I say, uh, again, I don't know Musk personally, but a lot of what I see happen is pretty intriguing to me at this point. That we are starting to get a voice uh, resonate in in a one big one of the big social media town squares with Twitter, uh, it's good. Anytime we can have some free flow of information, we've you know elected to utilize all of these methods to reach you, to reach out to the world, despite you know not ha- having much alignment with those who are own or run many of these media companies, because there's a, a a way to get the word out, and we can you know stomp our feet and go well we don't like the people who who run the thing, so we're not going to use it. But they might not like us, and they may have stopped us in certain senses to communicate, but not fully. And we're back on some of them, and we're going to continue to use them for all their worth to get the word out. And as I say, to bring the power to heal back where it belongs with each and every one of you, to recognize that the source of your healing is your divinity. Nothing less than that. And whether you ascribe to go to a doctor or a non-doctor or anything in between or however you define it, that's between you and that doctor or non-doctor and or God, in fact. That's why... In the past, these things were considered sacred relationships because the only thing that was there was you and another soul that was trying to help you that you engaged in and their ability to help you via their ability to learn what they learned on top of from a body, mind, spirit, non-material context, be directed to respond to your needs specifically or help direct you to connect to something that would guide you to a path that would be healthful not hurtful, not deceitful, not deadly, in fact. And, you know, this is where we come back with the trouble for those that are waking up just now. And I mean, it's been a long year, a lot of years since I've been doing this, to the downright dangerousness and deadliness of a monopoly medical system. Modern medicine can exist in freedom and it will find its way to provide a service that people will want because they will succeed, particularly in emergency trauma interventions. But as Mike and Dan pointed out, a perpetual state of emergency doesn't provide or allow for critical thinking, much less a connection to the spirit, because you panic in an emergency. And panic shuts down your higher functions of cognition and critical thinking skills, and now you're on an instinct. And in that instinct for survival, which is not a bad thing to have in fight or flight, you may end up off a cliff, falling into a thousand needles containing mRNA injections because you're not thinking clearly. And you see the herd in that direction. Everybody runs that way. You run that way. Very often you'll find in life that you need to be running the opposite direction of everybody else because they, they are not connected to the source of all creation, that divine guidance, divine wisdom. They are in panic mode and they are being herded by globalists, by those who want to deceive you, enslave you. And yes, even kill you because they don't believe you belong here, right? Said this about population reductionists. Why don't they volunteer to take themselves out instead of targeting you or your loved ones? I don't have an answer for that per se, but it's a good question. I think if you really believe that there are too many people on earth, why don't you guys and gals who believe that volunteer out and allow those of us who appreciate life, love life, are here to live a purpose-driven life, filled with, you know, again, all the mission you can bring to it. And to be here and fulfill everything we're here to fulfill as long as we can be here, as opposed to go, well, there are too many people. I guess, well, they're not volunteering out. Bill Gates didn't volunteer to leave yet, has he? Or is he already an AI? Is he not here? Is he soulless? I don't know the answer to that. I mean, sometimes you look at the guy and you wonder. All right, Super Don, we've got about Five or six minutes before the top of the hour, we're going to have a interesting simulcast with our friends at Brideon.tv today. At the bottom of hour two, we're going to uh, do a simulcast with our friend Alex Newman, who writes for the New American Magazine and so much more. And so he's got his show on, and it was happened to coincide with the time we're on, so I suggested, well, let's get together and do a simulcast. So I don't know how that's going to work, but I think it will. <laughs> and we'll... Uh, Maybe the tables will be turned on me and he'll ask me questions instead of me asking the questions. So, by the way, I'm at the beach. Did anybody notice? I'll show everybody again. What's happening, Super Don? You're going to show everybody again? why not? You guys are tired. Why
2: not? Absolutely, why not? There it is. In fact, what you you should do is you
0: should sit up outside. For the second hour?
2: Or maybe for tomorrow's show or something.
0: Oh, well. Look, I'm up for it. It's kind of noisy out there. If it's there. not too windy, right? It is windy. That's the problem. But yeah, I yeah. wish I could be out there yeah. and have that view that I'm holding up right now where you see that gorgeous... Dude, that's, that's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Super Don, I'm praying for you, my brother, you and your wife, to be able to come here.
2: We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I, You know, we've been here. We moved back to Oregon because mm-hmm. um, we, we were in, in Texas, and then we were in Louisiana, yeah. and then we were in Arkansas, mm-hmm. and we moved that... To, back here and it's been at least five years and it was like you know we were, it was one of the things we were like oh we got we're gonna move back to oregon because that's by the coast because we haven't been to the beach blah 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 it's been five years we still haven't been to the beach mm-hmm. so it's long overdue yeah for sure we're both beach people
0: so. well and, and god bless allison and her family for being so kind and loving and supportive of, of what we do uh to say hey supernon you need to come down here too and yeah. what a peaceful and i, I, I will t- t- i will take connect, her up on that i know how you connect with the ocean. Like every time you've been able to go to the Oregon coast, it's like, it's like medicine for you. It is. It's the energy. Hold on. I got it. Okay. Go ahead. So anyway, this is the, this is the kind of cool, cool stuff we can do with also the technology. And again, your generosity for those of you are patron supporters and beyond the fact that we have the technology to do this is because of all of you and your support. And by the way, our next AMA is Tuesday, December the 27th. That'll be my son's 23rd birthday. And nice. we'll fire off a, a 50 BMG. No, that wouldn't be good. That would blow up the mind. In studio, right? Yeah, but uh, yeah, so the 27th, which is a Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, we'll meet on Zoom, which is where we can see one another and interact. It's just a great time. And I am just blown away by the generosity of spirit of everybody that is involved in the support of this show and how they help one another, how they helped us, of course, but how they help each other. Like there are people that have things come up and... Just beyond even our connection now, they're connected like a family and people have come together in, in a community with great spirit and support for each other. And so that's the kind of fun stuff we get to do at the AMA and beyond. So if you haven't considered being part of that, uh, please, please join us there. Uh, and there are links to become a patron support of the Robert Scott Bell Show as well at robertscottbell.com. Now, what other announcements do we need to make? I know we got some other stories to cover. Uh, did you, you, you've got the Crave Kicker. Did you say you've tried the Crave Crave Kicker yet? I haven't, because I'm not home. It's at home, but I'm going to get it and try it.
2: Yeah. 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 I'm, 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 I'm experimenting on myself. Okay. Um, presently. And so, um, yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll report back, um, on, on how it's going. But, uh, we have it. And you'll, you'll have, like you said, you'll have it when you get home. hmm.
0: CraveKicker.com, by the way, through January 24th. 20
2: K, $2. K, $2. K, $2. K, $2. K, 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 Crave. Starts with a K. Make sure you, you spell it right. K-R-A-V-E, yeah. kicker.com.
0: But 15% off with the code RSB15. Yes. 15% off with the code RSB15 up until the 5th of January. There it is. Uh, also, uh, Lisa Hill with the Silverite Global, the pillows. I travel with yep. my pillow everywhere, and I you know, wouldn't want to be without it. I don't want you guys to be without it. Normally, 149 through Christmas, 99 bucks with the code RSB22. And everything else is 20% off with the RSB20 code, but RSB22, get it for 99 And you know what? If you get it between now and Christmas, you'll be entered into a giveaway. And sometime after Christmas or the New Year, somewhere in there, we're going to do a giveaway. We're going to draw and give away one additional pillow, full-on pillow at 149 value for you for free, thanks to Lisa Hill. So that's coming up as well. What else do I have here? Mm-hmm. i got my Cardio Miracle traveling with it. Super Don. See, i got my packets so when I'm out of town, I don't have to travel with the the big. Uh, I see that. Guys. Oh, you I know what? It, it defaulted to the other camera. That's why I'm seeing That's it. okay, though, because it's kind of cool because you can see the, the, uh, the ocean I like in the background. That. Okay, so there's the Cardio Miracle packet. There, yeah. there you go. Yeah, there it so, is. So, yeah, well, that's why. I was wondering what happened there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure anyway, that's the ocean I've seen behind it is, you. It is. I think it's because it, it runs right into the sky, just like boom. Switch cameras. That's what happened. So if I switch back to it, then you're going to see a different view. So then you're going to see, let me see if I can God, No, it, did, it On the doesn't balcony. register. I'll get it at the top of the hour. We'll just roll with this. Okay.
2: Um, let's see what All else right. we got. So we got a minute and a minute and a half here before we
0: join bait. Uh, oh, really already? Dude, yep. that's fast. Dan and Michael were amazing in Hour One. Thank you for, you guys, what you're doing. Uh, let's see here real quick. Uh, what was the other uh, article I wanted to cover? Just briefly in The Defender, there's an article that they uh, Marcola wrote about the FDA approving an absurd drug for kids as young as eight to delay diabetes. So according to this, uh, wholesale cost is 190,
2: 190,000.
0: dollars Only, only $193,000, almost $194,000 for a 14-day supply. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and what is it supposed to do? Delay the onset of stage three type one diabetes. So you're already at stage one and two. We want to delay the years. onset of stage three where your kid, yeah. your, I'm sorry, where your pancreas is dead. Right. But the question is never asked, why did it happen? How did it happen as they suppress and kill your immune system with this drug for 200,000 for two weeks? Uh, well it's primarily due to the autoimmune responses induced by the childhood vaccination vaccination schedule. And I know that's not an approved statement, but then we don't wait for approval. Their permission is not required to tell you the truth about the cause of genuine destruction and disease of children just born to this planet, given aluminum containing Hep B vaccines the first day of life in, in the United States of America.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Again, another atrocity brought to you by the modern medical monopoly, the pharmaceutical. 10 American seconds. Complex. Hmm? Can you see the clock? Yeah, I do. The Let's timer. See it. Okay. All right. Stand by. Here we go. Three, two, one. All right. Welcome everybody who's watching on Brighteon.tv. It's the second hour of the Robert Scott Bell Show special edition from the beach at a beautiful house overlooking Solana Beach. And you can sort of see it behind me, I think. Yeah. There's the ocean and the beautiful blue skies. And so I'm trying to chill out here while we're doing uh, a very serious um, mission that is bringing the power to heal back to you where it belongs. Uh, This hour, we're going to simulcast at the bottom of the hour, not only with Brideon.tv, this will account for a triple simulcast because we're going to be talking to Alex Newman on his show while we're on our show. So he might turn the tables on me and invite me to answer some questions as well. Also, ALS drugs. What's the price tag as we talk about bankrupting you and all of America through the medical monopoly and pandemic preparedness? Is that the new parasite? Stand by. For that and a whole lot more right here on the Robert Scott Bell Show, where the power to heal is definitely yours.
1: Robert
2: Scott Bell Show.
0: Show. All right, we're back at it from the beach. Simulcasting on Brideon.tv, the Robert Scott Bell Show. I'm a little backlit, but now it's worth it because what's better to look at, me or the... Dude, that is
2: like the coolest... That's like the best uh, uh, view that you've had so far for the show. Yeah, well, it's funny... You're uh, like in the perfect position right now. Everything's showing up.
0: Yeah, by accident, it happened, Super D. I think the uh, USB camera, which is that high-end camera, kind of... uh, uh, blitzed out and now it's the built-in one and it's weirdly enough giving us both okay. a little bit of both well, whatever so, works won't complain Look uh, at yeah this is this is the horrible thing i have to look at every oh, day poor oh, guy <laughs> but as i said everybody send some positive vibes of travel mojo to super don <laughs> and his wife and they'll get down here eventually too and experience this and I, I would be fun to have you produce the show from the beach, like I'm broadcasting. That would be that would be cool.
2: That that is if you could get me to work oh, once yeah, I got that's there.
0: True. I don't know. The thing I is, I've know. set I've set the bar. I don't know if it's considered low or high to be on holiday and work at the same time. But <laughs> I know that you do work your tushy off to to put this show together, and I just show up and just the miracles happen. So it's a little different. The things you do behind the scenes are. Wait. maybe we could time it in a
2: way where it like included a weekend or something or something where
0: Well yeah that's how we did it too right yeah, We got here I think on, yeah. on Saturday so we had a couple of days although we did broad, uh, we did recorded our Sunday broadcast radio show uh, I think Saturday night here at the event but it was nighttime couldn't right. see anything but you can hear the waves crashing at night from this That's
2: city. the coolest thing I, I we, we went on a trip one time on the Oregon coast where it was the same way I left the, the window open on the, the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And if we were close enough to the, the, the water that you could just hear the waves crashing all night. And that's just, yeah, I, I just, that's
0: heaven for me. Well, yeah, no, it, it. it's just beautiful. It's lovely. It's wonderful. It's just amazing. And I'm grateful to no end for all of you guys and gals out there that support us. And especially, especially Allison and her family for having this place and saying, Hey, come on down, bring your family, which is just very sweet, very kind. And, you know, we've, We've often um, played host in our own lives, uh, even though we don't necessarily live in resorts and places, but sometimes people want to visit certain areas and you happen to be there. It's nice to be able to host people when you can. I know it's not its not so much the American way I say this because Super D and when I was a lot younger, I would travel, I've talked about this every year to, to Europe, like on a year rail pass, like student stuff. And I would stay with people, with family, with friends, and it was just an incredible opportunity because it wasn't even so much about the places I got to see but the friends I got to make that are still friends to this day 20, 30, 40 years later building relationships through travel that's the best thing for me more than even going and seeing awesome places but yes there's something special about the ocean there's something special about the mountains there's a a magic so to speak of creation when you're involved in some of the most beautiful places uh, on the planet so grateful not trying to make you jealous Super D I'm just trying to entice you to take the opportunity (laughs)
2: Yeah, no, the, uh, just, just have to figure it out. Just have to work the logistics out. That's all.
0: Mm-hmm. So we have Alex Newman scheduled at the bottom of the hour, the uh, of the hour. simulcast, right? Yep. Yep. We did a um,
2: test and everything looks like it's working. Okay.
0: Good. Upcoming events. For those of you who don't know, uh, January 5th through 8th, Orlando, Florida at the Hyatt, uh, doctors, Terry and Stu Warner are hosting me and a bunch of my friends at a great event. Uh, including the Nurse Freedom Network, Kimberly Overton. I think Peter McCullough is going to be there. Mickey Willis is going to be there. I don't have the screen in front of me, Super Don, but there's a lot of folks that are going to be there with us. I lost us. my image here for some oh, reason. Oh, Casey Krechey is going to be there, and 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 Casey's birthday was a few, I think, last Friday, even uh, the, a day before yours. I think, Super D, uh, mm-hmm. you and Casey almost have the same birthday. Uh, so we're going to have a lot of reunions happening at that event. We do have Somebody the next Steps a Conference next stepsinfo dot in February. And that's the uh, 22nd or 25th. So if you want to celebrate my birthday with me in the Atlanta area, Buford, uh, basically Lake Lanier Islands, the Next Steps Conference, next-steps.info, RSB10 is the discount code to get 10% off your tickets. And, oh, before that, we've got February 18th and 19th, the Health Freedom Expo virtual. You get to see everything that happened at the October event, because even if you were there, you couldn't see it all for another three months. And then, uh, there'll be new live interactive panels that we're going to be hosting as well that weekend and new presentations that did not happen in Chicago in October. So it's like 30 bucks. Come on. That's silly. That's just so inexpensive to it to get all that you get from the Health Freedom Expo. And that's coming up uh, at TrinityHealthFreedomExpo.com to get your tickets February 18th and 19th. There'll be more events, but you've got to get to the upcoming events tab of RobertScottBell.com or SuperDon. They can send you technically, sort of a text, but it's texting 22828, the number 22828, and sending my initials, RSB, and you'll be prompted immediately on your phone to enter your email address and you'll be plugged into the United States of Health Talk Radio and the world of mm-hmm. health talk radio media. I haven't heard you say that in a long time. I know. You I'm just say that a lot back in the day. My radio, United States of Health Talk Radio, right? That's right. And, uh, here we are, but we are obviously beyond the United States in that regard, even though I'm not a globalist, but I recognize we all live on this. Well, for some people, it's not a globe. I get it. Everybody's welcome here, though, Super Don. You don't be throwing people out just because they have a I, don't. I, I don't. I don't throw people Easy. out. I like people, most people. I know people. you do. Um, we have fun with our differences, don't we? Speaking
2: speaking of birthdays, I just I just noticed this. I'm just going to give you a little update here. So uh, yeah. yesterday was the 18th. Yesterday was Jeffrey Smith's birthday.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. we just had him on Friday
2: show, right? That's right. We did. Yeah. Uh and then on my birthday, which was the seventeenth, that was Casey Crazy's birthday as well. And also okay. Tony Isaac's birthday. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And then coming up, up coming up, uh, uh, we know Stephanie Stock. I haven't talked with her in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh Dana Ullman is coming up on the twenty second. How do you know all of our birthday friends? Because I'm a genius. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you are. I am a total genius. Or now show
0: us your face again or, because or, I don't see it.
2: Or I uh, looked on Facebook and it told me, but <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that app that tracks anyway, us. the FBI yeah. social network. And, and have you seen some of the stuff the FBI has done with Twitter before Musk got it? Um, are, are you purposely not watching that story? I did see something on that.
2: I didn't go into great detail reading it because I didn't have time, but I did see some headlines. Oh, it's it's ugly of course. Anyway. What I've been watching probably more as far as the news goes is what's going on over Twitter. Is yeah, there's never a dull moment to Twitter. on Twitter. It's related right? to no, Twitter. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I just hadn't seen that story. Gotcha. Okay.
0: Well, it's something we'll follow up on. Maybe In this fact. Week. Check this
2: out. I I actually saved this from over the weekend. Adam Schiff.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I'll
2: go full screen on this. A douchebag. Adam Schiff sent out a. T- I, can't, I can't believe he said this, and it's he's not the only one that's saying this kind of stuff. Yeah, complaining like you were talking about last hour mm-hmm. about you know the people oh, people uh, being banned or being whatever. You know, Elon Musk doesn't believe in free speech, but Adam Schiff actually makes this comment um, talking about how Elon Musk. Uh, you know, uh, turning a blind eye to the hatred and bigotry on t on Twitter because you know that didn't exist before, right? Yeah, it only just showed up when Elon Musk showed up. But then he goes on, and he says, "But when journalists report unfavorable news, they're banned without warning." Wow. And I'm like, "Is this like your first day on Twitter? Have you not been around the last three years? I mean, are you really going to show how? You know, he want he want they want to point out." And, and label Elon Musk with hypocrisy and being a hypocrite. Mm. And in their comments, they show the hypocrisy that they're wearing on their sleeve, but they don't realize it.
0: Yeah. It, it, what, what does it mean when you're so not aware of your own self and your own behavior? We'll, we'll ban
2: those those journals over there, but don't ban our journalists yeah. because then suddenly we're going to start picketing uh, in front of Twitter uh, yeah. because we feel that there ought to be some sort of constitutional protection for free speech. We need to come up with that somewhere.
0: I like uh, Elon Musk's response there. He said, you know, can't wait for you to lose your chairmanship. Your brain is too <laughs> your small. Your brain is too small, yeah. That's good. That was Here's good. the other thing, dude. Did you see that, that Elon Musk uh, put
2: up a poll? Because he's been doing these polls, right? You know, should I do this? Should, should I do that? You know, I'll do whatever it is you guys say I should do. He put up a poll over the weekend yeah. saying, should I step down as CEO of Twitter? Hmm. What was the response? Uh, the, the response ended up with the winning response ended up being yes. Wow. So I don't know who knows what's going to happen at Twitter at at this point. That doesn't mean he's going to like hand it over to somebody that's going to bring it back to the way it was. But, uh, I would imagine he probably has like other things he'd rather be doing. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me, but there may be a new uh, CEO of, uh, of Twitter here soon. Hmm.
0: Anyway, Let's see, that's your Twitter update for the day. That's it, huh? Yep. Well, Michael Bolden says I should go outside for the bonus round. That might happen <laughs> based on
2: not sure uh, how you can. If you can
0: read, you can do that. If you could pull that off, can you? I don't, you know what? It, it's with are on the laptop, my wife, right? And my daughter, maybe they can carry everything and we'll not disconnect. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what yeah. happens, but right. anyway, we're live on TV and the Robert Scat Bell show two hours a day, six days a week bringing the power to heal back to you where it belongs, robertscottbell.com. And the first official article of our 2 is about pandemic uh, preparedness. Is it parasites. The, was it the new parasite, right? And that's the thing, pandemic preparedness and parasites. Are we preparing for parasites? Well, interestingly Peter, Peter enough, Peter Piper the
2: picked most, a peck of pandemic preparedness parasites.
0: Yes. And by the way, the most efficient way to respond to this, uh, so-called COVID thing has been antiparasitic drugs and supplements, copper inclusive. I have right here the bioactive copper hydrosol, the sovereign copper. And uh, that is also copper is known to be a potent anti-parasitic. So uh, the new parasite, what are they talking about here? They're actually not talking about in this Brownstone article by uh, David Bell about a, a new actual parasite that's going to usher in a new pandemic, they're talking about the parasite of government and its penchant for spending your money into oblivion, into your children's and their children's enslavement. The pretense that there's always going to be another pandemic now because you've fallen prey to the propaganda, therefore they've got you where they want you and they think you are never going to wake up from this drug-induced fear porn stupor. They will then be able to just say, hey, look, there's this pandemic going on over here. Let's just send another billion, 10 billion, trillion, whatever. And so here, the World Bank and the World Health Organization, written for the 2022 meeting at the G20, the paper seeking to justify a request for unprecedented international public health funding directed to the burgeoning pandemic preparedness and response called PPR industry. The modest investment they refer to includes $10 billion and new funding. Billion. Times the WHO's current annual budget. B, so it, with a B. Yeah, it's a gravy train. All we have to do is say it's a pandemic, and then your purse strings, they're disconnected, and your purse is open, and they reach in and take whatever they want from your future or your kid's future. How about that for the new pandemic reality? Permanent state of enslavement through what? World Health Organization, through the World Bank, the International Monetary Fund, the Federal Reserve, all of that. All of this has been about transferring wealth from you and your future and your kids' future and their kids' future and on and on and putting them in a permanent state of enslavement with the excuse being we have to because it's a pandemic and it never ends now. I'm more right than I ever was about the fear of the germ would lead to this permanent state of bankruptcy and enslavement. Y'all got to stop fearing the germ. Y'all got to stop fearing viruses. Y'all got to stop. Yeah, I'm saying what y'all got to do. <laughs> I know I'm pretentious now, right? Aren't I? I'm just saying until you wake up and realize that, you know, the stuff that they're uh, blowing up, you know, you're what, is a bunch of BS just to keep you in fear, keep you in a state of panic so that you don't think, so that you run with the herd over the cliff into innumerable syringes filled with synthetic mRNA for the next whatever they say is happening and spreading and growing and hiding and leaping and jumping and frightening and fearing pandemic preparedness is indeed the new parasite. It's they found their gravy train until you say enough, no more. I'm not buying the fear porn. You guys are lying. You've been lying and you're going to continue to lie as long as I let you get away with it. And that's why the guys last, you know, Dan and Mike last hour talking about their lawsuit on the rim, Remdesivir front is so very important in terms of the many fronts to push back on these criminals, who would see the unlimited growth of not just the United States government, but global governance, and the subjugation of the United States government or what's left of it to even more global governance. New world order level stuff uh, on, even steroids don't explain it. But your participation does. You're facilitating this growth through your fear. If you play along, They will continue to take your, they will rob you blind. And again, enslave your children and children yet to be. What are you going to do about it? Well, you can always come up with $158,000 for the newest ALS drug. That'll solve all your problems. Not kidding. Fox News is reporting. There's a $158,000 price tag for a new Alzheimer's. Well, no, is it ALS? Okay. A little different than Alzheimer's. Uh, that's Lou Gehrig's disease, if you remember that, if you're old enough. it And it, apparently the headline says it's reigniting anger at big pharma. And and President Biden has pushed to artificially limit the cost of prescriptive drugs. How about freeing up the people of planet Earth, much less the American people, to innovate and recognize that ALS is not caused by a deficiency of this $158,000 drug cost or cost? This is called reliv- Rio. If I pronounce it right, made by Amelix Pharmaceutical. They say it slows the progression of amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, ALS. People die usually within five years. And um, yeah, that'll solve all our problems. Never mind the argument for many of us and the, of the holistic medical and non medical variety of thought forms that ALS, like many other neurological degradation and degenerative diseases, are caused by exposure to toxic heavy metals, toxic pesticides. I think we talked about this on, uh, was it on Saturday's show, Superdome? On Sunday's show, I mean, we talked about the fact that they began to acknowledge that some of the neurological degradation diseases are caused by, or at least partly, if not wholly, caused by t- exposure to toxins and pesticides. I think they mentioned Paraquat in the one article we covered on uh, Sunday's radio broadcast yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. And so, do we need a hundred and fifty eight thousand dollar drug? Do we need another drug that costs what two hundred something thousand dollars we mentioned earlier uh, for the treatment of type one diabetes, phase one and two to, to stop it or slow it from going to three? They don't stop it altogether. That one was
2: even more expensive than this one.
0: You're right. That yeah. was like two weeks of a drug, not not, you know, a whole year's worth. Two hundred thousand right. plus or just about in two weeks. For a drug that is so not needed, because well, it's only theoretically needed. The perception for its need is because of the things that induce autoimmunity in uh, children, innocent children, because they've been injected with toxic poisons, foreign antigens, heavy metals, and now more mRNA, facilitating the the response in certain kids of an attack on certain cells within their pancreas. And of course, type 2 diabetes is different than type 1, but both of them can be benefited by taking um, chromium and vanadium in the right forms and if you don't know the right form then you haven't been to choose to be reach out to jonathan at choose to be and you can get use the code rsb5 to get a discount you can see the uh, glucose sugar balance formula 100% whole food form of those minerals to supplement the function of your pancreas and the ability to regulate blood sugar and energy etc wonderful options you have but uh The FDA doesn't want you to know about it. So those companies can't tell you what I can tell you because I don't sell squat on this show. (laughs) I don't. I I mean, I've I've turned down so much money for those that are into money because I refuse to make and sell products other than, you know, the book I co-wrote with uh, Ty Bollinger. But other than that, I didn't want to be restricted in my freedom to speak the truth to you. And even if the truth is backed by so-called peer-reviewed medical literature, as we've talked about, you think that'd be enough. But if you go in to the FDA and say, hey, look, I got a dietary mineral supplement that can stop and reverse diabetes, and it does work, and you have the proof, they won't approve it. In fact, they'll shut you down because it's going to compete with all of these other drugs, including this new $158,000 or the $200,000 treatment drug for type, two, type 1 diabetes, if you will, much less all the other type 2 drugs. The FDA is a captured agency. Don't kid yourself. The EPA is a captured agency. Every bureaucratic oligarchical agency, whether it be an acronym of three letters or more, is captured by industry because we gave up on our Constitution. We gave up on the limited role of government in our life, and we began to embrace the ever-growing promise that government could give us everything we want, neglecting to realize that a a government that powerful can take away everything we need based on our behavior, bad according to them if we don't take the jab, or if we dislike a policy of the government, or if we think that borders are part of the definition of a nation, and to open them to anybody to flood in is not good for the people of that nation, or to believe that, oh my gosh, I'm gonna get very controversial here. Marriage is a religious institution between a man and a woman, Um, and I say that to go, you know what? I don't give a flip if you're two women or two men and you want to get married. Just don't expect me to endorse it or you or anybody else that has a belief against that. And I'm not saying whether I do or don't at this point, I'm just pointing out. And here's the example. So, you know, I'm not, uh, pretending to be something that I'm not. My wife and I got married and we didn't ask the, ask permission of the government to do so. That's right. We didn't get a license (gasps) because I believe in a separation of marriage and state. And all people of faith, I think if you're thinking clearly, you would demand that as well rather than having it sanctioned and endorsed by the state if you don't want a particular religious belief imposed upon you. And for those that uh, happen to be of the uh, gay persuasion and you want to get married to somebody of the same sex, why do you want the government to sanction it? Oh, you want privileges. What about you men and women of faith that have married and asked permission of government? Isn't that interesting? You wanted special privileges, tax privileges or other privileges. Isn't that interesting? You've been social engineered by the tax code into believing the government belongs in your marriage. It doesn't belong in anybody's marriage. I know I've stepped in it now, but you got to deal with that. You got to look in the mirror and go, hey, what is it that I'm opposed to or what am I for and why? And why do I want the government involved in it? Why ask for permission where none is required? If you believe that you and your spouse are connected because of your love for each other. And that's between you and her and the creator or however you perceive it. I know I asked the tough questions. You guys got to answer them. Let me know what you think. If, if I've really stepped in it now, you're so mad at me, but I'm just trying to live principally. And if I don't, I've got my wife and my, my super Don to tell me, Hey, get your head out of your, whatever. You're not thinking clearly. And uh, y'all can do that too. Chat room is open. We'll check out what's going on there. We've got uh, a pause in a moment for our friends at brighteon.tv, a short break. If you've got questions or comments, again, submit them at robertscottbell.com. We even have a toll-free number. You can leave a message, 866-939-BELL, 866-939-2355. We even can take live calls on the air. We still haven't really. I think we did it once in the bonus round. But uh, that's a possibility as well. So we'll take a quick pause here for those of you at Brighton.tv and uh, for those of you who are with us at robertscatbell.com or on the various social medias watching it. We'll continue behind the scenes for another couple of minutes and be rejoined eventually at the bottom of the hour by Alex Newman. Stand by. All right, we're here still on the Robert Scott Bell show. You can see the beach behind me. It's a gorgeous day. After the show, bonus round, we'll get out there, maybe ride bikes with my daughter, maybe walk the... Walk the beach again, collect some shells, do some amazing things we don't get to do often now that we're in the mountains and snowy cold. So, my daughter is dancing a happy dance over there. You can't see her. Should I show it to her? She's, <laughs> She's like, happy dancing. Yes, we're going to go out to the beach again. That's I'm not cool. going in the water. It's too cold, but still, we're going to. That is really cool. There she is doing a happy dance. All go, right. Go, go.
2: <laughs> She's loving she the beach, care. huh? Yeah. Solana Beach. beach. Or she's not a stranger to the beach because you, you were doing the beach when you were out in Florida. This right. is the This is a kind of a different beach, right?
0: It is. It's cold water beach out in the Pacific Ocean compared to the Atlantic and the Gulf. Right. Which is uh, super warm. So, All right. What cool. else do we have to do? Plugs and... Uh, no, we've done plugs. Questions, comments, special deals. Here's a, here's a question from a listener or a viewer. Do you know of any books on COVID truth that have come out recently? I'm no, I'm not up. I know there are a number of them that have. In the fact, real I'm Anthony quiet. Fauci would be a good one if you haven't yeah, gotten yeah, that one yet, right? But that's been out for a little while. That's
2: been out for a little while.
0: But there are more, uh, and usually we try to find those authors and get them on the show. So pay attention to some upcoming guests. We might have some new books to feature. So stay with us on that. Don, Dawn, uh,
2: Don's daughter is having a twenty a uh, birthday on the twenty seventh. Looks like we were oh, talking right. birthdays earlier. So that's going
0: to be the day of the AMA. So. Don, let's get the kids together and celebrate. How old is your daughter going to be on the twenty seventh? My son's going to be twenty three. I don't know. Get them, get them all together. Let's have a big celebration. Hanukkah started yesterday, right? Hanukkah, that's right. Happy Hanukkah. Well, happy
2: Hanukkah to you and everyone who celebrates Hanukkah?
0: Hanukkah. Song go. Happy Hanukkah. Rachel smoke, and Monica
2: smoke huh? some marijuana. <laughs>
0: you go right to that, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Are you monitoring both chat rooms? I have been. Uh,
2: I go back and forth here. Thank I you. I was just looking at the one on the social media, but I'll go check out the other one. Okay. We're coming back here in just a few seconds. All right. Stand by. They did go to break, by the way.
0: They did. Yeah, I noticed yeah. you're playing their stream. Or is that Alex Newman's stream? Uh, that's Alex. Okay. <clears throat> and we're back. Yay, hooray. The Robert Scalbell Show is back on. By the way, shout out to our friends at, oh, yeah, you got the beach theme song go surfing i'm a little backlit but it's worthwhile because again the beach is much prettier than i am and uh it's a gorgeous blue sky and
2: everything you know how to you, you know how to do that 50 actually your daughter was doing was doing the dance she was doing i should i should have put the music on when she was doing it.
0: the happy dance yeah so we watched the sunset i put did you see the video of the sunset last night i put it on instagram ask RSP. i did not know And we were looking for the green flash. You heard about that at the last moment when the the sun drops below the horizon, there's a green flash of light. Have you heard of that, Super Don?
2: I've heard something about that, yeah. Yeah.
0: When I was here at this home, I don't know, maybe a couple of years ago now, uh, me and Paul were here. We watched the sun set off behind me, and we actually saw the green flash for the first time ever. I thought it was a myth. It was real. It was real. Last night we watched. It didn't happen, but apparently it has to be just the right atmospheric conditions for the, the light to refract at that moment to have the green flash happen. Yep. But, uh, we'll take a look tonight, see if it'll happen, but uh, it was kind of cool. So if you're following me on Instagram, ask RSB, you'll see that little video of the last sliver of the sun dropping below the horizon over the Pacific ocean. Nice, Very, very cool. So we're going to have Alex Newman joining us. Uh, he's a, a, a prolific author. Uh, investigative journalist uh, writes for the New American and we got to hang out at the Red Pill Expo again. And those tickets are available at twenty twenty two prices. right, we're
2: 9, about 10. to go live with Alex Newman here. So stay on. Okay, you
0: say when? We'll Four say nine. It. Here we are. Here we go. Alex Newman's going to join us simulcasting on The Robert Scott Bell Show momentarily.
4: Lindell TV is pleased to present The Sentinel Report with your host, Alex Newman. Alex has written for a wide array of publications in the United States and abroad. He currently serves as a contributor to Epoch Times and foreign correspondent and senior editor for the new American magazine. Alex is the author of several books and has been a guest on countless radio and television programs and is a much sought after conference speaker. Alex is best known for his reporting and research that has exposed the dangers and agenda of globalism. As the father of five children, Alex is working to defend faith, family and freedoms from the hostile philosophies and ideas that are contrary to the Bible and the United States Constitution. And now, here is your host, Alex Newman.
5: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Sentinel Report. Thank you for joining us today. Um, We're going to do something a little bit different today. We've got uh, my guest today, Robert Scott Bell. Actually, it was hard to get him on the program because his show runs at the same time as mine. So uh, we're going to try to broadcast our shows simultaneously. Uh, My guest is Robert Scott Bell. Uh, he is, in addition to uh, a wonderful broadcaster and show host, he's uh, uh, one of the leading experts in natural health. Um, he is uh, with the, uh, oh man, he's got all kinds of stuff. He served on the board of the American Association of Homeopathic Pharmacists. Um. what else? He's got just so many things here. He's uh, been a homeopathic practitioner. He's an author. Uh, he's an expert in silver and copper. Uh, serves on a whole bunch of boards, uh, including the board for Trinity School of Natural Health and United Precious Metals Association. Uh, he is a, a nationally known uh, keynote speaker, lecturer, educator, uh, speaking primarily on health things, but all sorts of other topics as well. In fact, he's a uh, He's been the MC for several Red Pill Expos that we have had. Um, he knows uh, all kinds of stuff about uh, herbal medicine, organic foods, minerals, um, uh, the transformational power of belief in the Holy Spirit. Uh, he's got two vaccine-free children. He actually co-authored a book uh, with Uh, Ty Bollinger unlocked the power to heal, and his show is called The Robert Scott Bell Show. It's a phenomenal show. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it, I highly recommend it. Uh, Reagan, let's try to bring him on if we can. All right. Here we are.
4: Robert. Hey. Robert Scott
5: Bell, it's wonderful to have you on the program. Thank you so much for joining me, and I guess we're broadcasting live on your show as well,
0: huh? Yeah, we are. You, you—that whole intro of your show came, went out on my show, which I love because I love people to know about you, Alex, and uh, you know I appreciate you every time you can come on, and when we're together at the Red Pill Expos, and I always read all that you write for the New American and Epoch Times. So uh, I'm grateful you're like a you know a brother here uh, to our mission and passion. You know we have a lot of alignment there. Uh, I'm just broadcasting from the beach this week with my family. We're visiting uh, Solana Beach, so I'm at a beautiful place. That's why I'm a little backlit here. But I think you'd be better off looking at the ocean than me anyway. So as long as you can <laughs> hear me, we're, we're good to go. And, uh, you know, we're also simulcasting on Brideon.tv, which is the uh, foundational network for uh, Mike Adams, our buddy, the Health Ranger. So we're going out to a broadcast around the world right now that is extraordinary. And I'm just pleased that we can be together to do this.
5: Uh, that is so awesome. And actually, this show uh, gets rebroadcast later on, Brideon. And just a couple hours ago, I was on with uh, Alan Keyes on his show, which is at Brideon. Uh, we were talking about some really fascinating stuff like space travel and the United Nations. Um, I, I want to ask you something critical. You know, we're, I'm here in Florida right now. I'm not, I'm not sure where Solana Beach is, but
0: uh, wherever it is, it's beautiful. Is that in Florida also? No, this is actually uh, near San Diego.
5: Oh, okay. You're on the other side, the left coast. Um, Well, here in Florida, our our governor has now announced, uh, our governor Ron DeSantis has announced that he wants a grand jury to investigate the uh, peddlers, the manufacturers of these mRNA concoctions that they uh, falsely described as uh, COVID vaccines. Um, I'm interested in your uh, opinion on this. You are really a, a just so knowledgeable about all this uh, health stuff. And, uh, you know, one of the big concerns from so many people was, that well, these vaccine manufacturers, they're protected from all liability. They have immunity. Um, what do you think about this new approach, going after them criminally for fraud and for, for deceiving people? And I'd say they ought to go after them for mass murder. Maybe that's a subject for another day. But what are your thoughts on, on what the governor is doing here? Is this a viable strategy for taking on these uh, entrenched, very powerful interests?
0: Well, other than not taking the jabs, each individual saying no, no matter what you say or threaten me with, I'm not taking it. The next best thing, of course, is to expose them for the criminal behavior that they've engaged in to get the shots out. And it's not just the manufacturers who you know benefit extraordinarily, but those agencies and individuals in government that they've captured and the media as well that they've captured to promote this agenda of uh, death induction machinery through mRNA injection much less, you know, we were talking about remdesivir last hour on my show as well. You've heard of that, the kidney-killing drug that is more responsible for death than any amount of COVID deaths that they can claim on the planet in the last two and a half, three years now. Uh, so I think strategically, DeSantis is very smart because the feds are are so far gone and captured with very few exceptions that there's potential at the state level, and we talk about 10th Amendment concepts of nullification, but also the ability to a panel, a grand jury on the state level, to go after them and and pierce the veil of invincibility, which is to prove fraud, deception, criminal behavior. Those things are not accepted, if you will, in terms of their ability to grant blanket liability protection at the federal level. So I think it's a good strategy. The things that would happen if they ever get to discovery will be shocking to the average American that's not yet awake and aware of the agenda that we are living through, where our government, media, medicine have all been captured by globalists that are looking to what? Yes, deceive, but really induce death because they have, you know, all got on board with this idea of We've got to reduce the population of the, of the planet. And I always say, well, why don't they volunteer themselves first? They never do that for some reason. Instead, they you know, usher in this fear that we must take a drug for something that is, is or is not real, depending on your perspective. And then the death that is real because of their drug or so-called vaccine is what uh, is their final solution, so to speak.
5: Yeah, that's fascinating, and I'm I'm glad you 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 see that as well. Um, you know, one of the other things that our governor decided he was going to do is uh, you you mentioned the federal government is just so out of control, so gone. The CDC is just I mean, basically the centers for disinformation and um, you know, destroying. Public health. Uh, so, so one of the things that our governor said, and actually uh, uh, our state surgeon general here, Dr. Joe Latipo, is a key player here. We just had him on the show uh, last week, I believe, talking a little bit about this. He couldn't give too many details because DeSantis hadn't made the public announcement yet. But they're going to be creating this committee of experts. Um, to kind of examine the garbage that's coming out of the CDC and maybe push back a little bit. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, I know, you know, it hasn't been constituted yet. We still have to see who's going to be on there and all the details. But uh, what are your thoughts? Is this a good idea for states to start putting together some sort of alternative or parallel uh, public health structure to evaluate and, and look at what the CDC is putting out and see whether that makes sense?
0: Well, yeah, I think that, you know, that we've allowed for the centralization of, of so-called health bureaucracy has been anything but a success it's been a complete disaster again a death induction machinery i've I've argued that public health itself is a legal fiction and uh there is no such thing as public health there's your health there's my health or there's nobody's uh but the idea of public health is uh only warranted i believe when you talk about if everybody's drinking from the same water hole making sure it's clean and not toxic and polluted you know or you know basic concepts like that that are rooted in common sense not communism but what they've done is taken public health and and basically uh, converted the word communism and they're using public health in its place. So we're we're playing a role of, well, we all want to have good health, and uh, but recognizing instead that we only get sick as an individual. We get well as an individual, not as a group. Therefore, we must meet the individual where the individual is in terms of their health needs. A one-size-fits-all scenario like a, a remdesivir for everybody that goes into a hospital or an mRNA shot for everybody around the planet, no matter how old they are, how big they are, little they are, health history none of that matters in communism because it's collectivist and much of modern medicine has devolved into collectivism because they don't look at you or me as an individual they look at us as a, you know a lump of people and we all get the same thing i'm not going to be you know branded or shot up like cattle yet m- must most of the american people that have not yet woken up to this have suffered and are suffering if they're not already dead due to this experimental injection technology of a synthetic mrna which i believe is an abomination because you have man playing god and, and corrupting the beauty of creation itself and our DNA protein synthesis by man's arrogance going, Hey, I'll plug in this synthetic, you know, code and we'll alter what your DNA, you know, produces. It's like, how is this anybody of, if there's a person of faith out there that can't see through this, I think they need to read the Bible a little bit more thoroughly.
5: Yeah. I'm so glad to hear you say all of that. I mean, uh, so much to unpack there. And I'm so glad you called it communism because that's what it is. right? And, and just recently, we've seen that so clearly from the World Health Organization. You've got an actual communist running it, uh, Dr. Tedros Cabrasis, who was on the police bureau of an ethno-Marxist terrorist organization before uh, working for a mass-murdering communist regime and then taking over the World Health Organization with the backing of a mass-murdering communist regime, the government in China. Um, and, and he's saying now that gun violence is a public health crisis, uh, climate change is a public health crisis, racism is a public health crisis. And in other is everything is a public health crisis, or as the communists understand, the issue is never the issue. The issue is always enslaving you. The issue is always the revolution. Um, Robert, uh, uh, on my end, we've got to go to break in just a couple minutes here, but I really do want to spend some time with you because you're, you're, you're so knowledgeable about how to restore our health. Um, you know, I want to spend a lot of time in the second segment talking about that if you can. But uh, before we do go to break, uh, give us your thoughts on some other ways to hold these uh you know if you regard them as criminals i certainly do these people that are destroying our health with these mrna injections how can we hold them accountable so we got what's happening in florida now we've got uh these different avenues that, that are being pursued but how can these people who um I, I think deliberately i think the evidence shows deliberately have harmed our health how can they be held accountable can they be held accountable what should activists and regular citizens be doing if they do want accountability
0: well i think that the idea that government once again can uh, provide the blanket immunity uh, for injury due to a product that's brought to market. I mean, it's an absurdity. We wouldn't do it for the automobile industry, the tire, in, you know, name, name a product or industry. And yet somehow the pharmaceutical industry has been granted special uh, privileges to pr- bring products to market with little or no testing and then have no liability or complete blanket liability protection. Uh, It says, you know, how do we get back to some common sense to say, you know what, in a free market, you know, there is risk to anything, but you have to be forthcoming with the risk, what you know, what you don't know. And if they do deceive you, then that's a fraud and that could be um, prosecuted under state statutes. You don't even need a federal government to do that. But the federal government, it's kind of supremacy concept has run roughshod over the states and the people in this regard. So again, we come back to what DeSantis is doing in Florida and we need to see every state. We've seen you see attorneys general of every state going after and and subpoenaing whatever they got to do to get discovery on the documents that show what is apparent to most of us now, that we have been deceived and lied to. These are dangerous and deadly products. They are committing atrocities. They are committing murder across thousands, hundreds of thousands to millions of people around the world, much less here in the United States. So we've got to find a way to break the cycle of of this idea that it's okay for government to pass laws at any level that provides for liability protection um that's absurd you know god asks us to be responsible for all of our actions now the government is playing the role of god and saying well you're not responsible for any of your actions so we got to get back to the spirit of recognizing what is right what is wrong and then applying that or applying that with the, back into the government as it was intended here in the united states at its origin
5: yeah, absolutely, and and you know you you hit on something a little earlier about the states. I mean, that's the perfect vehicle, right? I, I think so many Americans have have been deceived into thinking that we just have a national government and the states are like administrative provinces of the federal government. That's not how our system works. Our founding fathers described a system of dual sovereignty, where the states would have authorities over, uh, in fact, most criminal matters, right? Murder, rape. I mean, these things are all state crimes. Um, and yet we have these state attorneys general running around like, uh, oh well, you know, we can't do anything. The federal government gave them immunity. No way, right? We have our own law enforcement powers in every state, uh, and of course, one of our regular speakers at the Red Pill Expo, uh, Dr. David Martin, has really been uh, advocating for some time now for these state attorneys general to start going after these people for murder. Uh, saying that the evidence supports that. Uh, Robert, uh, if you don't mind, we're going to go to break just on my end for just a couple sure. of minutes. We'll be right back. And then after that, I want to ask you about how we can improve our own health in natural ways without relying on the criminals at Big Pharma to, um, to improve our health. So we'll be right back, folks. Stay tuned.
0: All right.
4: Thanks, Alex. It's open enrollment and insurance right, professionals you can USA. Mute is
0: that with down and we plans. can uh, continue to talk to our audience for the couple of minutes there on break there. How that's an interesting thing. We're simulcasting like triple time, right? Between Brighton and Alex Newman's uh, on the network he's on, as well as later on Brighton and here on the Robert Scott Bell Show podcast network as well. And uh I, I love interacting with Alex, he's so intelligent and engaging and uh tell you i could listen to him lecture much less read his articles because you know it's so well researched what he does uh so grateful for that grateful for all y'all so how are things going out there super done in the in the uh in the old chat rooms there i don't know if i have them accessible to me as easily as i normally do at the home studio you see if i can find it anywhere oh i see us a little bit um looking here yeah i know people are just making sure i'm not messing anything up here right (laughs) <laughs>
2: I know. You have I'm not this. used to all doing right. the simulcast thing, but it's, yeah. it's working. It's working. Kind of wild.
0: Like said, I said, I don't know how don't long mind the break. Is, so. It's not ideal for video, TV, and stuff. But the fact is, just to see that ocean behind, dude, you know, I'm,
2: it's so yeah. cool. That we can actually see the see the beach. You know, yeah. It's hey, funny. I, I had to go to a Linda. lower end
0: camera to make that happen.
2: Um. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's all about angle and light and yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So.
0: Super D, does uh, do, does Alex and his team know that at 55 we break on, isn't that right, 55? We break it, for Brighton, but the thing is, is
2: Brighton can just cut. Um, okay.
0: Do we break we at 56 can... or 55 for Brighteon?
2: Yeah, we've got a little bit of play on our own clock. You know, we can go up to like 57 if we want to.
0: Okay. I, well, again, I can always break in and just say, pause and say, you know, what I say and then go on from there yeah. uh, with Alex. I don't know how long Alex's show goes to the top of the hour or what, so. Yeah, I'm not sure. We're just rolling with it they've got the first kind of Christmas time. bundles. Hey, do we have the Christmas bundles as well through uh um you know Michael Tyrell and his beautiful music?
2: You know, I sent out an email not too long ago on what the special is that we've got that we're promoting, but uh um, mm-hmm.
0: it's holetones, right? WholeTones.com? I will see. Yeah, I can yeah. check it out. I think they I think it is bundles. Whole Tones Christmas and all kinds of great stuff. Healing music. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Uh so y'all check that out. What else we got coming up uh this week?
2: Stuff. Or, yes, stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm know. trying not to I gotta I I gotta watch what's right, going so on he here. So I don't know how long their break is.
0: Oh, it looks like we do have someone talking about the Folium PX tomorrow uh Wednesday. So do we oh, have okay. Clay Clark tomorrow? Is that what it Dr. says? James Thorpe and Clay Clark tomorrow from Rewake America. Right. No, nope, we're back. Okay. Here we go.
5: Robert Scott Bell of the Robert Scott Bell Show. Um, Robert, are you still with us?
0: Yeah, we're hanging out with you and just having fun talking to our audience while you're on break. And this is the fun simulcast. And I love that uh, we can do this. I mean, these are miracles of technology and they decentralize the delivery of information. Despite all the censorship, we just kind of they squeeze us right out of their little systems and uh, we keep going.
5: Amen. Yep. And that's what we need to do. You know, I tell people it's not enough to just sit back and consume this information. You've got to share it. You've got to act on it. Um, You know, they're trying to close the walls in on us. And yet the truth is just so powerful um, that, uh, you know, all the censorship and and rigging of algorithms in the world is not going to stop it. Um, Robert, I know this is probably old news for your audience, but, um, you know, uh, I I really would like you, if you don't mind, to share with uh, our audience about, you know, how do we detoxify from all these uh, so-called pharmaceutical products? Um, uh, you know, obviously, you know, we don't want to tell anybody just stop your medicine right away. Some of these things, you know, you got to work with your doctor and get off of them. But uh, I mean, talk a little bit about the, the health problems associated with big pharma and how we can improve and restore our health without, uh, you know, relying on evil companies like Pfizer and, and using more natural methods, including diet and stuff.
0: Yeah. So I say, hi, I'm a doctor. I have a license from the government and I'm here to poison you back to health. I want you to think about that for a moment, because if I told your fourth grader, I got some poison for you and that's going to make you all better, the the, the kid will go, mom, dad, this guy's stupid. Get him out of here. Right. And how is it that we as adults in America have not caught on to that yet? I know many of us have, but there's still many that look to medicine and doctors as if they're saviors on the order of Jesus. Uh, You know, yet Jesus doesn't bring poison to us in that sense. And yet these doctors do and they have a license to kill now, I'm not saying they're mean and evil and nasty and all trying to kill you. That is not right. That's not what I'm saying. But their training for a long time has been basically in patent petrochemical pharmaceuticals that are toxic by definition, therefore damaging to the liver, the kidneys, the spleen, the colon, the lymph, every system of the body is poison over time. And the idea that you suffer from a drug deficiency disease, FDA approved or otherwise, is also absurd. Yet we behave as if we do when we rush to the doctor for anything and everything. Now, my, my kids now, almost 23, my son, my daughter 17, they never even once had an antibiotic. Not once. You're like, whoa, hey, how is that possible? I mean, I thought all life is only possible because of the miracle of antibiotics. Well, it turns out that life existed before antibiotics and it's going to exist afterwards too, but there are substances in creation that can help us address infectious agents without destroying our body, our guts, our microbiome leaving us weaker, leaving us immunodeficient, immunocompromised, and or autoimmune in terms of attacking our own bodies. These drugs poison us into states of immune destruction and autoimmunity. And then the drugs come in that are big bucks and profitable for autoimmunity because it's permanent state of managing symptoms all the while driving you into the big C word, which is cancer, which then again, they come in with what? Even more toxic poison. Yeah, that's right cancer drugs, oncologists, you're more likely to die of the treatment of cancer than you are the cancer itself. Much like whatever you believe COVID is, people didn't really die of COVID. They died of the treatment for COVID. Remdesivir invents, morphine invents, on and on. The the doctors killed you. Whether they intended to or not, that would be an individual process of discovery because there might be some evil, devious doctors out there that are enjoying inducing death but I say the majority of them are just following orders, but that results in death as we learned in the 20th century. And that's why they wrote the Nuremberg Code and ratified it. So we've got to look at our bodies differently. The body is a a wonderful tool. It's a miracle. It's a gift. It's a temple of creation and we must give it what it needs and remove from it that which it doesn't. The body knows how to do that, but we can overwhelm it because of our arrogance thinks we can eat pesticide laden, genetically engineered foods with no consequence. And then if there is a consequence, we run to the doctor for a drug that gives us more consequences rather than restores the function to the liver, the kidneys, the colon, the lymph, all of that, much less the cardiovascular damage by spike protein and who knows what else that they're injecting, destroying the vascular system. And then we run and even take things as nice as zinc and vitamin C, not recognizing the relationship to to copper and wiping out an essential element that no longer exists because people don't eat organ meats anymore. And even those organ meats with copper are less copper proficient because we've, through farming, artificial synthetic farming practices, depleted minerals and copper, number one on the list, almost 80% reduced from 60, 70, 80 years ago. And we wonder, I wonder what if anything happens if we don't have enough copper. Oh, yes, the entire immune system is dysfunctional. You have systemic inflammation that could kill you, much less cardiovascular damage, vascular damage, et cetera. And so all of these mineral deficiencies, I'm just naming one for the point of, of argument here at a very critical juncture, any one of those minerals could lead to death and disease. Replenishing any one of those minerals can restore function and health and life. And I know it sounds too simple, and I'm not saying it's only copper, but you know, as I lecture at the Red Pill Expo and elsewhere, I try to say, hey, let's look at one thing in its relationship to everything else. If we bring that back in, look at this, 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 and this happens, and you're like, oh, my gosh. And then you start opening up to the possibility that it's not a drug deficiency. It may be a mineral or mineral deficiency. And how miraculous is it that we just go back to eating food back when it was just called food? (laughs) Now we have to (laughs) say organic to understand that it's food and non-GMO to understand that it's food, not of man but of God, that is, not altered, synthetic or toxically poisoned. And then we are mystified by how come we have so much cancer even in children. That's not an act of God, that's an act of uh, arrogant men pretending that they can poison people generation after generation, there will be no consequence except the benefit to the profitability of the pharmaceutical church, which is a cult. It's not a science anymore yeah
5: uh, it is so much to to break down and I appreciate you uh, explaining all that I'm so glad we could get you on the show Robert I know it's hard with the schedules but this works out great um and I know we're just t- t- touching the tip of the iceberg here um what are some things that people can start to do now you mentioned eating real food um you mentioned getting some of these minerals back I mean is there like a, a, a process a-, a way to learn more how do we start detoxing getting the filth out of our bodies and um, and and where do we start going about getting real food? I mean, is it just as simple as going to buy organic? Or is there something more?
0: Well, I'd say if we can all begin to grow our food again, I know that's asking a lot of some, but many have started again. Like our parents, you know, post World War II, we had victory gardens. Uh, I think uh, every day should be, you know, a liberty garden. If we want to be free, we can't depend on just-in-time food delivery services very often even the organic food is not as good as it could be if you were growing it yourself. And I know it's a lot to ask for some that are not yet there, but we need to move back to that. And yes, we might could supplement other forms of food that are produced beyond us. But I say, get to know your farmer locally or become your farmer. There are legitimate, uh, let's say scientifically established supplemental forms of of minerals and things. And, you know, you saw at the red pill expo, my friends at cardio miracle were there. And uh, this is a, a powdered supplement of food, basically, to help sustain nitric oxide production, which is going to counteract a lot of the vascular damage, the endothelial damage of uh, COVID spike proteins and other things. Uh, So that's a strategy we can implement. Sometimes it's like, give me the simplest thing to do. And I get that. There's a lot of complexity to this. We've given up on the care of our own body. So we, we put it on experts to do it for us, which is dangerous. I'm not to say that there aren't good experts that really mean well and do well. But there is a vulnerability when we don't engage in, our, in the care of our own bodies and pay attention to the history, whether it be through going to different schools. And I, I highly recommend people looking into Trinity School of Natural Health to learn about the body-mind-spirit connection. And many doctors and nurses are now going back to school to learn the things they didn't learn in the Flexner Report uh, curricula that happened in 1910 that corrupted all medical education, only to basically poisoning people through patent medicines, if you will. Uh, I mentioned copper. You know, I utilized the bioactive copper hydrosol. This is the sovereign copper. Just gives simple things that can have immediate impact on people for energy production, as well as reduction of systemic inflammation that can be dangerous and even deadly. Uh, So it's about looking at our bodies as something we've been given, and we have to have not only domain over and sovereignty over, but then we have to take responsibility for. If we think we can eat chemically grown and processed foods and have no consequences, and then run to the doctor and get saved with more poison. We are basically living the same nightmare we've seen through the 20th century where we've seen the rise of chronic disease, even in children, generationally. It's like children with cancer have not gone away. There's more of that than ever. Why? Because they're living longer? Again, think about that. Children are living longer. Yeah, right. longer than do. That's why they're getting cancer. Mm-hmm. Like What? We, we are We are so far out of our minds in what we've done by turning over our bodies to this class of poison for profit people. They know how to write prescriptions for synthetic toxic poisons. Now that might be appropriate to get you out of an immediate crisis, but if you live in that state of crisis forever, you will not live long and happy and healthy lives. So we've got to go back to our sane ways of honoring the body, going back to nature. Even the Bible talked about the plants of creation, the herbs, all of these things are our medicines and we've abandoned them because now they're considered not real science. And the quacks are actually running so-called scientific establishments to promote an agenda that isn't anything but scientific, but again, cult-like and demanding obedience, not to God, but to, you know, man, if you will, and his arrogance.
5: Yeah. You're so right, Robert. And, uh, you know, at, at this point, if the FDA told me uh, anything, I, I'd be more inclined to do exactly the opposite. Same thing with the CDC. I mean, these people have proven they've got a long and established track record now of being wrong on just about everything. Uh, and I, I wouldn't trust them as far as I could throw them. Um, we've only got a couple minutes left uh, on my end here, Robert. I want to ask what's the best way for people to follow your show? Um, how can, I mean, how can people get your books? Um, how can people learn more? I mean, you. You've just got so much, and I know we're we're only scratching the surface of the surface here with, yeah. with the incredible wisdom and knowledge that you've accumulated over all these years. How can people learn more about all this stuff, and how can people follow you on a regular basis?
0: Sure. Well, come on over to robertscottbell.com. Sign up for uh, the newsletter. Uh, text RSB, my initials to two, two, eight, two, eight. It's a number you can text two, two, eight, two, eight. You send RSB, by the way, I'm going to sign off for our friends at UK health radio. You guys, we're going to be back tomorrow. I'm going to continue on with uh, Alex Newman. Now the power to heal is yours. Uh, but yeah, you come on here. We're on two hours plus a day, six days a week. And occasionally we get to do fun simulcasts with you or Alex and others and share this information with each other because the things that you're doing are as valuable, I believe in, in a way to, for our future and our kids and their kids as, as I promote, you know, in terms of physical functioning, much less emotional, mental, economic, spiritual health, and I, I tie the principles of health and healing that I've learned in my lifetime into all of those areas, rather than disintegrate them and go, well, the spirit doesn't flow there, the principles don't work there when they absolutely are needed to be reinfused there, and the same thing with our body, we must infuse the gift of wisdom that comes from our Creator, and that's where I say a doctor's true te- true role is teacher. Healer, yes, but it's to connect you to the source of all healing, which is your divinity. And if you're not doing that as a doctor of any kind, you're you're selling your mission short if you really want to help people. Now, doesn't mean you don't use the skill set you might have learned in school, but let that be secondary to the guidance from God as it directs you to respond to the individual needs of the people that are coming to you for help. That's what I try to do on my show every day.
5: Yeah, Fascinating. And you know, the Bible says we are fearfully and wonderfully made. So is our immune system, right? <laughs> God gave our bodies the ability to do so much. Uh, Robert, I want to thank you for coming on the program. Thank you for uh, this wonderful opportunity to do the, the simulcast here, both broadcasting. Uh, it's just, it's it's an honor to have you on the program. It's a, it's really a pleasure. Hopefully we'll do this again very soon. I hope you have a Merry Christmas and uh, we'll catch up with you very soon. Thanks again, Robert Scott Bell, robertscottbell.com.
0: Thanks, Alex. Appreciate you. All
5: righty, folks. That was Robert Scott Bell. Uh, go check out his work. Uh-
0: so there we go. Our simulcast with Alex Newman as we uh, went a few minutes over for UK Health Radio, but Super Don can manage it. And uh, I guess we can pause and do the bonus round coming up.
2: Um, yeah, we can do We're our own do thing again now.
0: All right, y'all. Well, stick around 60 seconds from now. The uh, the bonus round of the Robert Scott Bell Show from the beach and from the cold wilds. Of now Here's Oregon. something
2: we can do, Robert, if you what? want to try this. What's this? Okay. Yeah. You can attempt to try and connect on your phone. Oh, okay. And then go
0: outside. All right. Drop the link in Skype, and I'll try to connect on the phone and see what happens. Okay. I mean, it's possible. All right. So drop the link into Skype, and I'll, I'll open it from my phone, and we might be live from outside in the sun. While so
2: And you'll stay off. connected here, and in the event that it doesn't work out, then you can run back in here.
0: So we'll be back in 60 seconds to see if <laughs> my simulcast from the beach outside happens thanks for being here thanks to Alex Newman thanks to Mike and Dan in hour one thanks to all y'all God bless you be back in just a moment because the power to heal is yours all right
2: well hello Let's hello hello can you hearing me
0: okay yeah I, I can hear you can you hear me? Wow,
2: it's working. There you are. i am crazy. I'm going to put you a full screen here so we can get the full effect here.
0: Look at that. All right. I'm on the edge here. If you guys look, look down here, I'm on a cliff. Can,
2: look have, at that.
0: But that's where we are today. It's gorgeous. You know, I don't know what to do to show you, but there's the can let look uh on solana beach let's see if we can look south and be a bit brighter that's towards seeing that way and uh, we get seagulls flying there are people out there surfing a little bit uh, quite a quite a blessing to be able to be out here and uh thank, thank you for super don you're not too jealous because you have officially gotten into now you can't I've got
2: it. the invitation we, we're, we're missing a few of your words Robert It's doing that weird clippy thing but we got most of it so you'll, so you'll I, probably want to run back inside
0: run
2: back. now okay here we go Stand by. here he is
1: tell-
2: coming back inside
0: <laughs> I'm
2: getting both shut <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, that, that is too cool all right it's a bit windy out there mute that one all right anyway i'll shut that one off and i'll leave the other one behind but anyway you guys got to see it Uh, i don't know how many words you you were able to hear from most of them yeah i was just
2: cutting out just a couple of them but okay it's beautiful oh it's beautiful so yeah i'm um I don't know what we're gonna have to do to try and and, and work it out, but we'll uh, we'll we'll figure it out. That would be great great to do that because it would be the first time that my wife and I have had a chance to go and do anything by ourselves together. Yeah. Other than go to the grocery store or something, you know.
0: Well, the question uh, is, with all the the gaggle of kids and grandkids you kids, have, will they allow you to pets leave?
2: and and all that stuff? It's gonna take some 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 coordination, but we'll we'll figure it out because
0: we need it, dude. We do, dude. No, you're overdue. So overdue. Yeah. So is your is is your wife there? Has she seen any of this so far today?
2: I have. I've been sending her pictures and Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it seems too good to be true, I think probably at the moment, but we'll make it
0: we'll figure Well, out. yeah, don't don't believe that it is. I mean, it's honestly um there are wonderful things happening in the midst of a lot of things that we don't like on the planet and there are times and and I'm guilty of this too where we work so hard we don't allow the the gifts that you've earned to happen. And that's our own mindset and our own limitations. So find a way to allow the miracles to occur. I've said this many times, not to you necessarily, but just in general and to myself about the, uh, you know, the ability to enjoy life while we're here. And I know you find enjoyment with your kids and your grandkids and you do amazing work, Super D, but I'm not someone that has taken time off much either because we're driven to do what we do. And yet, the gifts sometimes can come simultaneous to that, and allow both to happen, which is lovely when that when that occurs. If we don't get in the way,
2: uh, yeah, you know, I, sometimes we are our, our own worst enemy, right? We're the biggest obstacle to things sometimes. Yes.
0: So, stay at home mom Leslie is in the audience. I say she. She says you deserve to have a break.
2: Speaking of Leslie, she's got a new episode that'll be coming out tomorrow. It's still, still in in processing, but uh, cool. uh, the title of it is Sick Kids. Tired mom, wow! So that'll She's be cool. coming out tomorrow, and uh, so we've got uh, the episode of the preacher and the Polish girl that came out last week. Should be another one coming out. Hopefully, this uh, coming Thursday. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard from Lori. I know Lori said she was going to do some recording. She had her uh, podcast that she was going to be working on. Yeah. Um. So cool things happening. Oh, and actually, I even had my. Fr- you know, here's the thing. It's, it wasn't official, but I did an interview with Sean David Cohen uh, over mm-hmm. the uh, weekend. Yeah. And I published it on our, our podcast uh, feed. And uh, I just, I didn't know what to call it. And mm-hmm. so I created a graphic for it and it says, here's the deal. Oh, Remember, we talked about that and, you know, it was like, oh, what are you going to call your podcast? And somebody came up with the, the idea of, we'll call it, here's the deal. So I put that out there. It's not technically a, a you know, a, a podcast, but it's on the feed talking about. Can you
0: to- show me the, 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 image, the, here's the deal image? Oh yeah. Well, I, I like it sure. because that was, you're such a guy like, okay, here's the deal, right? That's you. I think that's great.
2: Apparently. Yeah. That got pointed out to me because I, I, somebody said, oh, this is, you say this. And so uh-huh. I was like, well, okay. Um, let's see, where would I have put that? I don't even know where I put it. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we'll just go to this podcast. By the way, the simulcast with Alex Newman, I think it worked out worked very well. It did. Yeah. It
2: amazing. Kind of cool. I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious what, uh, what software they use to do what they did. That would be a cool thing to, all right, here we go. A, cu- a cool thing to find out about. All right. App window, Skype, No, not Skype. Dang it. Why am I doing Skype? I don't want to go on Skype. I want to go to. Not there. Okay. (laughs) I totally screwed up my computer. Hold on. Oh no. Stream episode. There we go. Here's the deal. Kick the craving. Yeah. Cool. So that's
0: it. I mean just basic something. But anyway. You can change the sub you know text if you will, but here's the deal. Here's Here's the the deal deal. on. Kicking
2: the Habit with Sean David Cohen. So that is out for people. How to long is that run. episode? Uh, it's only 24 minutes.
1: Okay. There's some
2: good stuff yeah. there. So I'm thinking about maybe doing, you know, some more of these, doing some interviews mm-hmm. um, in my off time that I can throw <laughs> up there. Yeah, the you morning. don't have. Yeah. I, dude, I don't know. I just, I can't help it. You know, sometimes I get burnt, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I, I'm, not, I'm I'm going to do the minimum at the moment because I have to, because I, you know, I just have to. Um mm-hmm. Self-preservation. But then other times I get inspired, you know? And so then it's just like, you no, know, hey, look at this. We're doing all these podcasts here. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. We'll see. So, Pat this is what says, the podcast is here.
0: Yeah. Pat says, we are so cold and Florida looks so nice and warm. I don't know what Florida looks like because I ain't there, but <laughs> I'm sure it looks warm. We'll be there in January for the event in Orlando. Hopefully, it's warm when we're there. So, anyway. All right, so I was looking at the Google Calendar or what, whatever calendar this is. Um, mm-hmm. James Thorpe tomorrow, Clay Clark tomorrow. Uh, let's see, where, where else do we get have there? Who is this one? Car- Karen Sagi and Babri Oren. Oh, oh so that's Babri, on the Folium PX. Yeah, so I've been wanting to get an interview on the Folium PX from someone who has used it and succeeded. So you'll have an understanding of the power of this product. And those of you who don't know. Foliumpx.com, F-O-L-I-U-M-P-X.com. It's a super powered antioxidant. I mean, Chernobyl level defense. You know, we're talking utilization against the things that I'm kind of hinting at, uh, and quite quite extraordinary. So, very excited about that. Now, we talked about Thursday being a travel day, the 22nd of December. Have you reached out to Jonathan to see if he wants to? I'm
2: prepare. doing that. I just saw that on the calendar. I'm like, whoop. Yep, need to do that. So, so uh, are you available to... whenever he's available? Tuesday or Wednesday? We need to pre-record. Yeah. So whenever he can do it.
0: Yeah, you know, he should more be around here. Yeah. You know. Okay. And then Friday, back in studio with doctors Terry and Stu Warner for their event, and Robin Openshaw, the Green Smoothie Girl, will be on on the twenty third Friday. She's great. So, got some good stuff coming up. And our AMA, the 27th of December, as we mentioned already. Did Dawn remind me how old her daughter turns on the same day my son turns 23? I don't remember if she wrote We Could have a party. In addition to the AMA, which is sort of a party, too. We're going to have um, uh, Jennifer Sharp in studio out here. She lives a couple hours north of here, but she couldn't make it work from anecdotals movie. And um, Jessica Rose, is that in her name we've had on? She has a sub-stack. Is she coming back on? No, but Jessica oh. said uh, send her, sent out her movie anecdotal, says it's fantastic. Okay, cool. Sub-stack. I'd, I'd oh, like I to know.
2: get her back on. She was kind of fun.
0: Jennifer Sharp is awesome, yeah. Um, and and, and so, Jessica Rose.
2: Jessica Rose, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah really So terrific. you can record
2: tomorrow or Wednesday. Yeah. Probably like after the show, right? Before or after,
0: just Before. have them give us an option. We can do okay. it. And remember everybody, the, uh, nutritional frontiers, 12 days of Christmas sale is going on right now. A lot of great bundles. And on top of their 15 to 20% off already discounted items, you get the additional 15% off with the code RSB 15. Uh, so take advantage of their wonderful products as well. And, uh, yeah, you'll be, uh, Plugged into a healthier, happier new year, that's for
2: sure. <laughs> uh, Leslie's, Leslie says, you have off time, Don? Hmm. I do. I do. I have to. Yeah, of course. Otherwise I'd, go, I'd go nuts. So mm-hmm. I do have my time, uh, like last night. Usually it's in the evening. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, last night, I'm a big fan of the TV series Yellowstone.
3: Mm-hmm
2: been watching that they had a prequel that came out uh months ago called 1883 which was you know the the west you know and the settlers and all that kind of stuff and they just premiered last night a a another prequel to yellowstone Mm -hmm. called 1923 and so this is you know like after world war one this is during you know the i think the the or pre- when did, when was the depression? I can't remember when that happened.
0: Well, it was the the the, the Roaring Twenties? Roaring Twenties, yeah. So it was before the
2: depression. Right? 29. So so anyway, it's it's the it's the family and their their ancestors, and this starts off in 1923, and they've got Helen Mirren, mm-hmm. and who's the guy that played Indiana Jones? Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford as the lead characters. Wow. In it, and it's a TV wow. series. It's really good. So. You know, that's, that's what I get to do. We, you know, we went and saw Avatar for my birthday, Yeah, you know, um, and sometimes off time is just, if I can just sit on the couch and put my feet up and do nothing, that'd be great, you know, but now going to San Diego,
0: no, that's yeah. a whole nother level. Yeah. <laughs> so that will be awesome. Now, do you see the, uh, regenerative health summit that I'm in starting, I think the next day or two? Maybe tomorrow?
2: Um, yeah, email will be going out
0: on that. Okay, so if you all signed up for that, please yep. do. Look out for yep. the email from Super Don on the Regenerative Medicine Summit. And I'm one of the interviewees. Yes, yes, I was interviewed for that. We featured that, I think, last week. We talked about it with Dr. Michael Carfelt, and he was a cool guy. You got to love what he's doing. I do. So uh, please sign up for that. If you haven't already, look out for the email from Super Don. And if you haven't signed up for the newsletter, please. Do at robertscabell.com or RSB. Send that to 22828. Yep.
2: All right. So what are you doing with the rest of your day on the beach?
0: Um, I don't know. I've got some, probably some grunt work to do in terms of computer work, responding to phone calls, you know, people in right. need. But uh, for the most part, probably go out with my daughter and take a, either a bike ride or a walk on the beach.
2: Have you done and any beach combing?
0: Beach combing? Yeah. What is that? You know, getting cool
2: stuff off the beach.
0: Oh, shells that's what it means, and, the beach comb? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. My daughter found a lot of beautiful shells and stones yesterday. That's so cool, dude. So, yeah. And so pictures. That too.
2: Pictures. Take pictures. Because
0: there's so much.
2: You know, if you really, if you take a minute and really look close at the wildlife and the flora and the fauna and, and the you know, the, the plants and all the life that is around you as you're walking down the beach and stuff like that, you can take some really cool pictures of stuff that you don't know. You just, sometimes you just walk right by it and yeah. you just don't see it. But it's the little, the little things, you know, and I just, dude, I love the beach so much, you know, in perfect world. I, w- I would live there, I you know, know, and just spend every day.
3: Yeah. Uh, well, at least but planned. yeah, there's How lots of cool did... stuff.
2: Lots of cool stuff there. Yeah. So, all right, we'll go have some fun. You, you deserve it. All right. And, and we will be
0: back uh, tomorrow. With yeah, guests less than 24 hours from now. God willing, we'll see if the, If you want me to do a different setup now that we've shown the beach. We can set it up differently if you want. But you try for, out. for now, yeah. thank you all for indulging me and in being here and doing the show and simulcasting and everything. Good show again. And uh, look forward to being back less than 22 hours from now. God willing. So thank you. All right.